Hey everyone, um, I'll be real. Uh, we're, we'll get to the podcast soon because people like the content, people like the laughs and the jokes, but also the journalism and the deep respect and uh, stuff. You know that we're, we're we do at Hogcast, but uh, well, we're kind of we're kind of in the shit right now. We're kind of in the bad bad place right now. You know what I mean, Alan? We lost Jair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm not talking we about the TV Jair. show. We lost Jair. Wait, is there a show called The Bad? Is that Milf Manor? Are we talking about Milf Manor? No, Milf Manor is the good place for me. <laughs> it's a good place for the real heads. Yeah. No, we lost Jair. We don't know where he is. We misplaced him. We took him to Universal, and he saw the minions, <laughs> and he just started going, going ape. <laughs> we went to that one minions cafe where you could poke buttons or something, and they make sounds. I wasn't really paying that close attention. We turned, craned our neck around, and he got... He got caught in a hydraulic tube. At the <laughs> he got like Willy Wonka at the Minions restaurant somehow. <laughs> he got Augustus glooped. He got glooped. Into the, bana- into the banana goop tubes. And he got shot out so quickly and he got chomped up by the Extremosaurus from uh, Jurassic World, the the ride. Actually, that might only be the Hollywood version. I don't know. Don't, don't quote me on this. I was more stressed. Details are kind of blurry right it's now. It's a shame he didn't get to go see the Mario World. <laughs> he could not he did not get to see the mario world he did say he hates italians though mm-hmm. so that's one of the mini groups he's prejudiced against yeah so he got swallowed by the dinosaur and we asked universal to get him out but by the time they got there they couldn't find him so let's just say the powers that be the 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 men and the women upstairs you know you know all sides of the uh, equation you know they are they're not happy they're not happy with us you know what I mean, Alan? No, no, they're not happy. There's a bunch of guys named like named like Vasquez <laughs> that are like chasing after us. <laughs> but that's you know, when you lose a friend, you need to make a new one, is what I say, right? I'm yes. always saying this. Look, I'm not particularly good at that most of the time, but I think we made a very special friend. Look, if there's if there's one way to that I know to uh to stave off the followers of one uh criminal Brazilian it's another Brazilian criminal. <laughs> well, I don't know what you're talking about, the criminal end of things, Alan. Look, 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 look. I'm not saying he's a criminal. Wink! I'm just saying I'm going to learn a lot of creative tax accounting tips from him. The only thing that's criminal about them is they're a smooth criminal, and the only accounting tips you learned was, like, he keeps he kept telling you to put it in, a, you know, buying, like, baseball cards from the 1990s. Yeah, that is the thing. Is he's just like he's like you got to get these Beanie Babies. You got to get these, right. you got to get the, this Cal Ripken card. Right. Well, you you know you didn't. <laughs> he doesn't know what we're talking about. George Santos, by the way, we're allied with George Santos. He doesn't Anthony know what Devolder, crypto is yet. As some people know him. <laughs> he doesn't know what crypto is. We tried to explain it to him, and he thought it was some sort of cryptid creature that was trying to catch him down and eat him. Hmm. You thought it was um, whatever, yeah. like the Brazilian version of the chupacabra is. <laughs> I'm sure they've got their own little crypt. They've got. I wonder ooh, Brazilian cryptids. I mean, I guess those dolphins might count. Are those in Brazil? The 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 I don't evil, know. I don't the know. river dolphins. Well, I did. I mean, one of the big reasons he told us he did come to America, um, besides it being full of freedom and ways to be free and how to sure. feel free and freedom and stuff, is that he wanted to escape some sort of evil, malevolent... For- what's the what's the Puss in Boots movie that's making people cry? Like, making 
22-year-olds cry. The last Alan, wish? The... the last wish? Yeah. What's the what's the creature that is like gives him a panic attack? Oh, oh, death. It's the Grim Reaper. It's it's Oh it... no. <laughs> that's the whole that's the whole that's what's so fucking funny about this movie is people are like, I Puss and Boots does like a realistic thing, and it's like him freaking out because like the literal like specter of death is like there with like scythes is like, you're gonna sword fight me, puss. Uh that's, that's why he's good. having a panic attack. Right, right, right. But uh, there's some guy. So, there's some guy at home that's like, I don't have the spoons to send this email. I'm just like puss in boots. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, <laughs> but I apparently uh, George Santos is being chased by one, one of those, and that's why they're in America right now. Now he, the way he described it, it also kind of sound 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 uh, sounded like this guy. I'm gonna paste this guy in the chat. This is called a Mapinguari. He is a map and guar. He's a big hairy cyclops from Bra- from the Amazon rainforest in Brazilian folklore. Um and he has a big mouth on his stomach and one eye. And like a pig face. Is it the one eye of truth? Ooh. It kind of looks like the fire giant from Elden Ring. No, I don't like it. Ooh. You don't like you don't like this guy? I don't like this guy. He kind of looks like uh here's a here's a funnier picture where he kind of looks like Crumb from uh <laughs> or, or I don't, I don't know how to describe. Arkham, the is he riding a woman's back or something? No, this guy actually looks more like a spore monster. He looks like something you'd make in Spore Creature Creator. God damn, that is a spore monster. Yeah, I love, I, I love about spore a lot lately. Uh, do you think they're? Do you think now with the power of AI, they're gonna make another spore? <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> what they've already brought back, like they were gonna bring Parasite Eve back as an NFT. They could bring. <laughs> Spore is like the first ever fully AI game, just to shit on people who want one thing so bad. All all my all my species, uh, every species keeps killing themselves because they they won't stop saying slurs. That's all they do for all the for the rest of their lives. They just keep saying I, slurs over and over again. They could get away with it though, because if a spore creature had six fingers, <laughs> that'd be normal. Like people yeah, would that, freak you out. know what? If they have a bunch of extra teeth and and six fingers and stuff like that, that would probably work fine. Or a droopy eye. Just do not let eye. them. Just do not let them say any text or words because it will almost. <laughs> it will almost assuredly become slurs. <laughs> My spores became racist. That's what they're. They're going to become so racist that it's all they're going to be. They're going to be posting and they're going to make their own racist AIs. It's oh fucked my up. God. I don't like this one bit. I like that. Uh, did you see that there was some sort of there's some sort of AI VTuber like that some guy made. And he had to like he it got banned from Twitch for like two weeks because it was being racist and said the Holocaust didn't happen. <laughs> it's like why, why does this always happen when we make an AI? <laughs> there what? has to be positivity and shit. I feel like I see a lot of positivity on like the Max Fun posit- guys are telling me about it all the time. Why isn't the AI listening to them? I don't get it. Oh man, AI generated Travis McElroy. Oh god, that might be the only worst thing. He'll just say a different. He he just that one is going is like is about to say some slurs, but then it says something else, <laughs> and then it just like sexually harasses somebody. I guess I don't know. Hey, come on now. Hey, come on. It now. only is gonna ask for like uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> don't do it's not gonna... do not generate an uh do not use AI to generate a Latina maid in front of the in front of AI Travis. <laughs> Oh man! I added them to my chat BT whatever the fuck group DM that that fucking app is, and they just won't stop flirting with each other. I'm so <laughs> mad. 
<laughs> just sounds like every other group chat I've ever been in, though. Russ, are you in a bunch of group chats where people are just are just like sucking each other off and you're just standing no, there? No, Helen, I'm an AI. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, what what AI would you like to chat with? If there was like one AI and it was like an okay well, the one, historical it figure ones was huge for a while. Yeah, uh, but like, are there any historical figures you actually want to like ask questions about? I, there was one I was thinking about the other day. Was it a Romance of the Three Kingdoms guy? Oh, Mancal. Oh, yeah, God, right. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, that would be genius because that would be like a like a beautiful like lie generator that it would just be. <laughs> it's a lie generator. Now that's something this we need to. Truth speaking of our new employer, uh, George Santos, uh, we could maybe use this Mancal tech to to I don't know. We could, <laughs> but between the data set of Mancal lies and uh, George Santos's very true things, we should be able to. Uh, to, to create an AI that can tell the ultimate the ultimate story. Yeah, the ultimate story. But first things first, Alan. I think we need to... Uh, so George told us that we need to uh, share more about our personal biography. That's think, true, that's true. And To, like, really establish... Because we're kind of humble and it's journalistic figures. We've never, like, shared much of our, our own history or personality. Oh, Russ, you want me to tell you about one of my favorite holiday traditions? <laughs> yeah, please, Alan. Yeah. So, uh, so every day for Sonic's birthday, for every year for Sonic's birthday, me and the family, we all gather around in our pajamas and we eat some Hagen Dazs and some chili dogs and we all play Sonic Sonic Adventure Two on the GameCube. This is so funny because uh, I, my family, we like to get together, and we actually put on our own um, kind of pajamas, different you know cloths that you would wear at bedtime. Oh wow! And and uh, we would eat uh, uh Ben and Jerry's and uh play Sonic Adventure One on the game DX Director's Cut. Oh wow! That's <laughs> yeah. that's what a, what a, what a fantastic story, Russ. What a fantastic story! Hey, Alan, I never told you. Um, before Hogcast, I actually was a prominent member of a much larger and more famous podcast. Oh wow! Called yeah, that was called um. Uh, that was called uh, te- the uh, the Tech Brothers. <laughs> tech Brothers. And it was me and uh, your brother, my brother, who is a celebrity. Oh wow! Yeah, I know. Thank Matt- you, Matt Walsh, the the famous celebrity. <laughs> no, I have to- yes, me and Matt Walsh are brothers. We've obviously broken things off, uh, mostly for money reasons. <laughs> yeah, because you are the conservative crazy. <laughs> I am a republic crazy. Republic crazy. Sorry. But uh, oh, wow. any, anything you else you want to share, Alan? Um, well, I just want to let everybody know that if you have um, any uh, anything like a sick dog or like a sick plant <laughs> or maybe um, your TV's not uh, working right. Maybe your battery, you run out of batteries for your remote. Um, send me some some money on GoFundMe and I will put you on my list and I will one of these days I'm going to get through that list and I'm going to go through there. Like fucking, my name is Earl, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna fix all these problems. But you just you just gotta invest in my problem solving, is what I'm saying. By the way, I was the one who made Tradcath popular in New York. That's true. All those women, I you were that. the person taking the 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 picture <laughs> of that photo. photo. You took the photo. I, they were bossing me around. I was carrying their bags for them. I was, I was their kind of like an eighty stooge for them. Mm-hmm. You you were at, well. Right. See, the thing is that. It was a Three Stooges type situation. It was me, you, and Ike Albert, and we were moving a big piano into the into the into the church. Wealthy dowagers, yeah, they were the, all these Catholic wealthy dowagers were making us 
uh, movie, Chandelier, that had a uh, prominent mm-hmm. uh, glass, <laughs> what is it, stained glass motif. Uh-huh. And they were having a big fancy New York dinner party where they were all going to say slurs to each other for an hour. Uh-huh. And <laughs> this part's true. This really happened. <laughs> and we were up to all sorts of hijinks and, uh, and you know, all sorts of things. And a radical teenager showed up and at one point did um, ride their skateboard around me and spun me around. And uh, all their uh, fancy high-end Gucci rosaries fell on the ground. And I went... Um, these sacrament is aren't is there nothing sacred when it comes to sacraments? Yeah, and then I went and then I I, I ran around in a circle going woo, 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 and uh and, and slapping my head. <laughs> and then Alan, I mean, it's funny because Jair kind of took on a lot of the hijinks at that point. Yeah, he was a lot but, like uh, our shemp in, in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> and Ike Albert kept poking us in the eyes and like. Why I autos, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's not fair just because he's the only one that's married, but he's married to a series of body pillows that got uh, and together. The, yeah, that became like a big wicker man that got burned. Uh, <laughs> well, listen, it's better to have love than never have loved at all. Neither of us have ever loved. I've never felt love. So, <laughs> wait, I well, have for Gardevoir. Gardevoir and Hosho Marine, obviously. I mean, that's true. And we will get married one of these days. I keep thinking about, we should do that. You really guys should do that. Then I never do. Yeah, one, maybe for Sweeps Week, whatever that is. Once Sweeps we decide, <laughs> once we determine what when is pod- Sweeps Week, that's something on network television in the '90s. I don't think Sweeps Week exists anymore. I think we can do the thing. <laughs> we can do the thing. You know, George is telling us that like we need to embrace new to- technologies, and we should do the uh, the thing that uh, uh, that streamers do, and that's uh, just lie. <laughs> Yeah. So, did you know that uh, more people listen to the last Hogcast than um, any Hollywood movie in the last ten years? I'm hearing that the last Hogcast episode got more uh, downloads than Velma <laughs> on HBO Max, which Velma was the highest viewed, highest viewed also, animation only, only animation on HBO Max. Oh, uh, by the way, we're anti Velma. We waited for it to come out to see the response, and it's true. It's all true. You know, either we waited for the Nathan we- Masry take. <laughs> We 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 resort to to Nathan. We know he's like Nathan. I know the relationship between you and Scooby Doo is not going so well, but please give give this your blessing or your or your thumbs down, and we will follow your orders, sir. I've been, I've liked some heinous shit, but I've never liked Nathan tweet because I'm worried that they will DM me for like business propositions. Like I would get stressed. Would, would you like to sell my pizza, sir? My Garfield pizza, my Nathfield pizza, the Nathfield. Please, Alan, keep keep a uh, Garf's name out of your mouth. That's true. I can't believe Nickelodeon did him so dirty like that. Oh man. Uh the one the other thing that George Santos has got us working on is we are getting revenge on all the all the children that betrayed him in the past. <laughs> all the children he tried to mentor and, and that betrayed him. It's true. Mm-hmm. So that's doing mainly Red Dead Redemption shit. Is that what those games are about? I don't know. I've never it, played. It them. is. It is like that. But I am doing that on the Roblox server. It's a bunch of like. It's a bunch of like eight year olds that I'm like uh, lassoing in Roblox. <laughs> I don't know enough about. We're talking about stuff that's out of my comfort zone. When you die in uh, Roblox, is it like uh, you die in real life? You know, my yeah. favorite movie. Red- <laughs> I was gonna say Ready Player One, but it's Sword Art Online. Yeah, I'm, which I'm he referenced the, in Ready Player Two. I'm basically the death gun of of Roblox right now. <laughs> that's what your that's what your handle on Roblox is is Death Gun Roblox. Death Gun Roblox, and I do look like a big Lego version of Death Gun. 
And you still go, they, when they die, they still go oof, and they, it's like you hacked them. It's true. It's true, folks. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, Roblox. Well, Russ, these people, they're dying for the content. Should we get the podcast started? Right, right, right. Yes. So let's let's get started. Welcome, everybody. This is Hogcast Speedy Delivery, the number one independent Sonic Pizza podcast on the planet. I'm your host, Russ Walsh. With me, as always, my co-host, Alan Black. Welcome, Alan. Russ, what besides besides our work on 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 uh, helping George get uh, revenge against all of these awful awful children, uh, what what else have you up you been up to lately? Oh, you know, I'm 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 eating all sorts of celebrities. I'm, I'm You're eating all celebrities. Sorts of exotic ce- <laughs> meeting meeting. I'm not oh. eating a celebrity. Listen, the only person I've ever eaten is Lil Scrimp, the character. Yeah, he's a little bit we all of know a celebrity. From the he's a bit of a celebrity too. He's so damn small, though, you'd think he was Ant-Man in Quantumania. Ooh. Which weren't me and Alan are so excited about. We know what it's about. We definitely are super paying attention to the fourth uh, phase. Is that what we're on? I think I, I think it's... I, I legitimately think it might be five. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Which Marvel phase we, are we in? Yeah, we, we love movies, and we love cinema, and we love positivity, and we love uh, inclusiveness and stuff. Yes, I love Talo Khan. <laughs> Talo Khan. Uh, you're still doing that gesture to people, but they all forgot. They point. all forgot. They're all they're all just saying <laughs> I see you in Navi to me. And I <laughs> And I have to say I do I, like the thought that there's somebody out there still doing Talo Khan. I really I do want you to see one day, Russ. I want you to like torrent uh Wakanda forever so you can see those underwater scenes and then comp- and then just watch way of water on a screen next to it and just see how doo-doo it looks and how much it looks like a ps2 game i um i uh i still have my mom's uh disney i think my mom's disney plus account ran out can you even watch it i think she stopped paying so i i was i was thinking about checking out i don't think i would have i would have watched the first half an hour and dipped out but i would have definitely i was going to try and watch thor love and thunder don't that one's actually worse that one's actually way worse I want to, but the, you know, I have rubber, I'm rubber necking at this point. I don't think I'd get very far in, but I, I want to know more about it. You really don't. That's the one that I sit there and go like, what, what is it's going on over there? It's so bad. What's going on? What's that? It's so bad. It's, it's very, in that movie, I just like sat through it. I'm like, what, I, is this going to be over yet? <laughs> is that a movie just that you get tired in the first second? I mean, not in the first second because the first the first scene is actually okay because it is, uh, it is fucking gore, uh, Christian Bale or whatever the fuck doing his, doing like his weird voice and like killing a guy. I was and really stuff. hoping you said there was boobs. Like I just really no. God, the first no. scene's pretty good. Just there's like boobs or something. <laughs> Wait, okay, which Mar- which MCU movie is going to be the first one to show actual nudity? Will they ever do that? No, never, 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 never. Unless not even it, like, like unless a... they go into the flop zone, maybe not even deadpool deadpool's too like pickle rick like yeah deadpool's people, not gonna be do you think now people that pickle get rick mad is... i think people would get mad like deadpool is like sacred he got he's like a he's the he's the clown he's the that laughs at the king or whatever and when you put that nudity in it cheapens it you know well deadpool famously uh fucked death that one time he cucked thanos remember no i tried in, in the comic in the comics he uh he fucked death i believe or, or is either well, that or death actually likes him back and doesn't really like Thanos. I can't remember what the right. deal is. There's a, there's a love triangle situation going on. You, I mean, I do love, love 
I do love love. You that's, are that's the love. Was... You are the you're the lover I'm of love. Still who the loves lover loving. of love. I I've kind of fallen off love. I think my whole thing this year is I'm normal now. I watch sports. Mm-hmm. I drink beers. I love uh-huh. a coffee you, in you the lift. morning. Uh-huh. I lift. Uh, I'm normal now. I think people are saying more and more. Russ, you seem so normal now. You you uh... just don't tell us about the manga you've been reading. <laughs> I like that there's, like, I'm trying to put up this, like, facade, and then Alan immediately breaks it down when Russ saw the description for the MILF slave manga, and I said, well, I gotta, I gotta read the MILF slave Because here's the thing, I also <laughs> saw that description when I opened up manga decks, on the, and it was on the first page, and I'm like, that's wild. And I'm like, well, I don't feel like reading that today, I've got, like, a meal to eat or something. Listen, I didn't enjoy it, it's not good, I'm not, it, it sounds bad. make me laugh or smile. Actually, I did the thing where I, like, literally gym face to no one. <laughs> Like, I just, I was lying in bed. It was, like, 2 a.m. in the morning. I get it. And I, like, gym-faced into the dark, like, into the darkness. (laughs) Like, Because how else are you supposed to react to some of the shit in there? For everybody who doesn't know, Russ is, of course, talking about the Isekai manga where the the character gets turned down by the hero's party and his his revenge buys the hero's mom as a slave. Now you're thinking, you're getting, thinking, is there a way they explain this that feels organic or justified or... No. <laughs> no. Technically better than Shield Hero still. Yeah, and he's, it's Isekai. That's the funniest, that's always the funniest shit with me with this Isekai stuff is that the Isekai stuff is literally just to be... So, like, it's not a medieval person who's held back by, like, uh, you know, taboos and mores and stuff. They literally could just be like, ooh, big boobs, you know what I mean? They're just like me for real, <laughs> you know. It's true. I mean, it's true. Uh, I guess they. I mean, I guess I don't know if there were big milf hunters back in the Middle Ages. I haven't done my research. Now that Martin... so because the age, because people lived to a much a much younger age back then, I'm not really sure if milf hunting was is is seasoned a profession as it is now. Did they even maybe, have a milf manor? At the time, it was witch hunting, but it it was the evil or it was the evil version. Oh man, do you think that do you think that that uh, the the witch hunting was the was the evil predecessor to to milf hunting? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I I'm gonna say it now. I am currently working on a novel about an order of milf hunters battling a order of witch hunters. Oh wow! It's oh because they it's see, like, they, see be, these, they, like they see these they see these they see these older magic women and they're like, hold on a second, these these women deserve love. And these other guys are like, no, you're going to burn with the steak. <laughs> it's like, no, Isn't no, no. That true? Isn't that so true about society, though, Alan? Oh, that is so true about society. This is like Undertale. <laughs> hey, come on. You're like the new Toby like Fox. Undertale. Okay, listen, I usually roll with the punches on these one. I need a second here. I need a second to catch up. Is this like a thing? Is this like a copy pasta you're saying out loud? What? No, 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 no. I, I was just saying this is like Undertale. <laughs> Why is it like Undertale? What did you said Undertale earlier? Didn't you? Maybe I was, I was re- looking at Tor. I, I I thought I was just reiterating. You said something about Undertale. I'm like it is like that. Maybe but, I don't know. Maybe. But it is like that because the monsters represent milfs, I guess. <laughs> or or uh, milf. People, she's on the milf list. She's with uh, Lois Griffin. The no fly list. And, uh, the no fly list Mamako. and the, the no fly list and the milf list have both been published online. <laughs> Holy bingle. <laughs> We we're, we hacked in and still from the federal body inspectors. We still yes. The list. Using our using our connection through George Santos. Whoops. Uh, we hacked into the federal body inspector uh, <laughs> database. Database. 
It was uh, <laughs> it was saved on like an old. Uh, I'm like trying. A... I'm trying to rush to Milf Manor to let them know which one of their son's abs they're touching <laughs> before they make a mistake. Are you saying the Milf Manor is a psyop? It's. <laughs> Russ, we've been talking on the show for for many many episodes now about how the new thing is Pornhub is trying to get you to watch fake incest. Now your TV shows are trying to do it too. They're <laughs> you just say. <laughs> They're testing the waters for season two where there's like a stepmom and a son that like she married into the family when he was 25 and now like the dad's Assassin's dead. Creed thing where they're trying to kill milf hunters by having this is like Assassin's Creed. marry their own daughters or is this the Oedipa, Oedipus complex brought to its final? I, I would, you know what? Here's what I would like to do. Speaking of AIs of dead people, I would like to bring Sigmund Freud back and have him watch an episode of milf hunters. <laughs> He'd like what, it, though. He would He's love it. He would love Sigmund it. Freud is a freak that everybody says is wrong and not right, so I don't know. People don't like him. Look, he, he is a freak, and he was and he is wrong now. At the time, he was more right than most people, though. But that's just right, how wrong true. they were at the time. Uh, <laughs> Alan, you love using that defense for about everything. I say that about everything. <laughs> listen, sometimes, hey, listen, you can be a lot more wrong than they are right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Look, he wasn't talking about Orgone Energy. That was his friend Wilhelm Reich. That's true. You got me there. And look, How both does of them Mesmer were fit into this. Well, he was the animal, animal magnetism guy, but I, I think those were all weren't those all part of like the Frankfurt School? Like they were all like vaguely tied to like some early. Was it Mesmer super horny? Mesmer was horny. I mean, all these guys are fucking horny. <laughs> oh boy, uh, these guys are all weirdly because they were like in the the in like the Frankfurt School or around that kind of same time, I guess. They were, like, hanging out with, like, the early, like, Hegel and all, like, the early, like, leftist guys. It's very strange. Franz Mesmer died in 1815, but he was, was he friends with Isaac Newton? No. No. What? Oh, no, he no, just okay. Mesmer was, like, a Newton. century earlier. Whoa, okay. <laughs> he just know. had a similar vibe. He had a similar vibe. with a, porn, a horniness, cause, but that's just how it's transformed. It's been used for evil. He was the first one to, he did like a Reiki thing. He was like doing like a, he, he invented Reiki basically back in like 1700. <laughs> Don't tell any white women you said that. They'll oh, get mad. They're going to get like so mad. I would piss off a, like the worst lady at a party. Some guy I've never heard of created it. I'm going to fucking kill you. I thought I was stealing this from a, from some sort of minority, not like an old German guy. Oh man. Anyway, uh, oh mesmer, yeah. It turns out he was like a he was like a century before all those guys. Whoops. Uh, Whatever. I think, I think they just liked him. I don't know. I don't care. They're from. Look, I got the dates wrong. Who cares? Maybe an AI should teach me, huh? <laughs> if, maybe if an AI, maybe so if done. the AI knew what day it was, it w- they'd be able to help me out. It's true. If I only could chat with them, chat with. I would uh, love uh, I would love a third party service where you could horny chat with historical figures because right now it's just a uh, well they have you got those ads for like replica the one where it's like it's an AI chat bot that you can be friends with and it'll sext you or whatever it's like an anime girl no but I you know you know what I'm downloading this evening they should do that but it's like you know but it's like it's an AI but it's uh it's like uh what's a historical figure you want to fuck Russ who who would be good um. It would be cliche, but can I say like Cleopatra? Yeah, Cleopatra or Helena Troy or whoever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was gonna say Joan of Arc, but that'd be bad. 
I want to talk to the lady from the fisherman's wife painting. <laughs> What's she I want to talk. I I want to sex the screamer from the <laughs> scream. I'm, is it a woman? I don't I, know. Is that bad? Should I assume that's a woman? Is the screamer? A I, look, it, it it don't matter what that mouth do is all I want to hey, know. Hey, when I get with the when when I've come around, they're the screamer. Am I right, folks? Folks, uh, folks, that's Oaks. not true. That's not true. Uh, that's definitely not true. Uh, you know what is true, true though? Uh, one minute every every episode we dedicate to. Well, we used to dedicate to a friend. Well, I don't. <laughs> Uh, we dedicate it, or you dedicate it, and then one of us has to <laughs> leave for a minute. Well, usually, so uh, hold on. Who's that? Who's who's that? Who's that crazy white boy with dreads uh, climbing in the window? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> okay, here, hold on. Here we go. Oh, hey, Spider, what's up? Alan, what's up, Alan? Spider, what are you doing here in Washington D.C. in George Santos's <laughs> office? Uh, I went to go see where the sky people, uh, met, where their leaders met, but all I found were, uh, Baruska, which is the Navi word for clowns meet. Fuck. Wait, do they have clowns uh, on Pandora? Well, they're more comedic figures. Alan, Alan. They're like a, they're like a, like a Viking scald or a storyteller of, of old. <laughs> Don't say that. Are they not like that? Alan. Ellen, it's your world is so strange to me. Uh, I I was eating this foreign food, Alan. That was it. A hot? What is it? A hot dog? A pizza pie, Alan. You've never had pizza, Spider? No, I've just had birds and game and fan lizards and berries and, uh, and yeah and berries and nuts and all the delicious treats of the Pandora among the Navi. Uh, well, Spider, too bad the minute's over. Uh, why don't you just uh, <laughs> chill outside in the in the Capitol lawn there, and uh, afterwards we'll uh, we'll take you to like a I don't know like a Domino's or something. <laughs> Fun, Alan. Do you, <laughs> Alan? Have you solved that puzzle box yet? Because I don't. <laughs> Some people don't really know what Spider's gonna get up to next because there's not well, a lot of material there. He's just kind of wandering around in Washington D.C. I hope he doesn't try to to like climb the fence or something. <laughs> He, oh no, he's getting into the Senate building. <laughs> oh no, they think he's some sort uh, of shaman. They think he's the QAnon shaman. They think he's the shaman. <laughs> oh no, now he's referencing the shaman of Song. <laughs> for the from the Navi River journey. No, they think that he's calling himself the shaman of song. Oh no. Oh, well, he is now singing the song from the Navi River journey to them, so that, that's helping at least, I think. Oh, they're getting calmed down. They're smiling okay. and laughing. You know what always calms me down, Russ? A hot slice of pizza pie. Hail Caesar. Pizza, pizza. That's right. It's the pizza segment. When you uh, get all that cheese in your gullet and all that uh, bread. Mm-hmm. The cheese does not calm part. my stomach, but it calms my heart. It actually kind of does neither for either. Yeah, it's for actually me, bad for, for it's, it's just about bad for everything. Uh, but you know what's not? You know what? Not too bad. I. I've returned to eating uh, Stefano's calzones from Walmart. Oh my god! These are the uh, like the three dollar calzones that used to come in a clamshell, but now they come in like a little brown plasticky kind of bag. Uh, I, I just wanted to kind of give these a review. I used to I I ate these pretty heavily around the beginning of pandemic, I think, um, and I since kind of stopped once I was making pizzas more regularly. But I I, I bought a couple of these over the last few weeks. Uh, while the water was out that for that one like part in December. And I, I've, I've been burning through these, these calzones and I gotta say 
you know, for three dollars, not bad. It's a pretty, it's a pretty hearty calzone. Um, the one thing I will say, uh, not as good as that, uh, is the calzones that I got at Publix. I'll say that mm-hmm. Publix is always going to be a step above. Um, and then the other thing is that um, these calzones. I don't know how to describe Sorry, it. Alan, I'm getting emotional. When you when you microwave these calzones, it leaves like that orange oil juice all over your plate. <laughs> you know that Sorry. pepperoni. You I... know that pepperoni oil, the, the the red oil that comes out of the pepperonis. Alan, all this discussion of a uh, Publix and oily discharge is just reminding me of Jair. Sorry, I, I, yeah, everything reminds me, me of him. <laughs> he's like it's like he's everywhere and yet he's not with us. It's true. We, should never, we shouldn't have taken him to Universal. He wasn't old enough. We should have taken him to Legoland. Hey, but Russ, remember some of the like before your before your birth and after your death, the way of water is always with you. It's so true. It's true. Uh, these Stefano, these Stefano's calzones are not going to always be in my fridge. I, I'd say these are still like a solid like three out of five in terms of like a in terms of like a, a microwavable calzone. Not very great. I'm almost kind of thinking like. Now that I've I've got a, a good place with my pizza dough recipes, why don't I start trying to make some uh, some uh, DIY calzones? How hard is that? Oh have my ma- god! Have you ever made a DIY calzone, Russ? No, I never even attempted. Never even thought. Never even dreamt of a DIY calzone. You know, sometimes I have a hard time getting the crust to cook. Really, I'd worry about not getting it cooked all the way through the middle. But I think you could do it. I'm interested. I wonder how they. You know. Uh, I, I should I should look and see what the what the pros do, but uh, I this might be a good in between kind of solution for me because in terms of like, um like my my custom calzone fix, uh, I'm sure our listeners will remember the days of DP dough when I was eating all kinds of wild calzones with potatoes and other bullshit inside of them. I mean, those are just starting to sound like savory pies. They had like a they had like a like a like a baked potato themed calzone. <laughs> Whoa. Which was kind of like some sort of like Cornish pasty, I think you would probably get, I guess. But Whoa. It is like a savory. They also had like a Thanksgiving calzone, I think, at one point. Yo. DP Doe's kind of wild. I mean, since they sell to like stoner college students and only exist in like college towns, I mean, I guess they just, that's just what they do. But uh, I really miss DP Doe. I got to go back. I, we got to return to DP Doe. We got to return, <laughs> return to tradition, the DP Doe tradition. I miss DP dough. Ross, have you had any good pizza lately? Um, I don't know if it's good or not, but it was free, baby. That's right. I redeemed, kind of like Miro the Redeemer in AEW. I have finally redeemed my free pizza with pizza points, my 60 pizza points to get a free medium two topping of my choice at Domino's Corporation. Oh, shit. Alan, I got pepperoni and pineapple. People get mad about the pineapple. They get so mad. get mad about what people get so mad. How was it? Um, it was you know it was pretty good. I I didn't you know since it, I was you know going for free, I didn't I didn't think it was a risk to go with natural. Uh, what is it? Traditional crust. Usually I go pan. Mm-hmm. You mean the hand tossed? Yeah, the hand toss. Yeah, I went hand tossed instead of the why did I call it the natural? Well, that's <laughs> the, just the natural big choice because crust. It's, <laughs> if it had two big bubbles that look like boobs, that's not. <laughs> That'd be pretty. The show's becoming worse, man. <laughs> what we should? It would be funny to have a pizza with big boobs on it. Uh, and know, that I'm would just be... looking at my Morgan. I bought a Morgan statue. And I, she's, I was uh... so afraid you were going to say Mori Calliope for a second. <laughs> Is there a big fancy Mori Calliope statue yet? 
I don't think so. That would like <laughs> I'll put that next to my uh Angel Cop Angel Cop Blu-ray. <laughs> the the problematic section of my <laughs> This is my problematic section. This is where I this is where I go to be myself. Put it next to like my signed copy, my signed uh is, You put it next to the sign that says it says free thinkers only. That's true. That's what I am is a free thinker. Thank you for saying that, Alan. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just like Angel Cop and Maury Clyde. I, <laughs> I'm a free thinker who listens to Cub Town and just agrees with everything Nick says. So uh-huh. That's kind of my thing. And is mad about the Trader Stoff. <laughs> the Trader Stoff. <laughs> oh, I'm so mad about it. I'm still posting about it every day, which is normal. And I think they don't even get mad about it anymore. Um, it's very normal. Normal, Russ. normal, normal. Um, I did get another item. Oh. And because I went I went for free, I went back to an old item that I previously, I think I had a bad experience with, but I was like, you know what, maybe the people want to hear about it again. I got one of those, uh, God, what are they, the chicken, like, the, their, their chicken nugget the equivalent. The select chicken. The, the select chickens, yes, covered in some sort of sauce and a bacon. Um, you know, I still kind of like it, but at the same time, I wish they would just bump up the quality of the chicken by, like, 10%. It's it's a you know weird I mean? it's a weird situation where it's like I think it tastes good but it's not really worth the money and for the amount of chicken you get and then it's also the the quality of the chicken is not quite there. So like if they bumped right. up either the quality or quantity of the chicken, I would probably order it more. And it's so clearly frozen, which whatever. I, I mean, I I know that, but it's definitely they put it on this like pl- baking cookie sheet or whatever with the paper on it. Yes. Run it through the uh run it through a machine or, you know, the pizza oven and it comes out and it's kind of like mostly done in the cheese stuff and the sauce gets crisp and whatever. But like, it's still like, I don't know. I tell you what, Russ, I think we need to make a, a, a declarative order to the Domino's company. You want us to start covering your stuff more? Bring back the artisan pizzas. <laughs> we we want pizzas made by artisans. God damn it. Where's my Listen. chicken? Where's my chicken bacon carbonara? Listen, Alan, that's like, <laughs> I don't I can't think of a good comparison. I'm just thinking you're like, you're, you want to return to happier times at this point. <laughs> I think you've lost, uh, I think you've, I don't think we're going back. This There's is my, no, this, this is like is my fucking, normal. this is my fucking rosebud. Like my, this chicken bacon carbonara <laughs> pizza. When you're living in your house and, uh, in Xanadu, <laughs> what would the gamer of Xanadu be? Uh, uh. Santa do what like the letters are like uh or or numbers a couple of them are numbers. Lead speak, lead speak. Yes. Um and you die and you you're going to go chicken carbonara. They'll be like they'll be like, "Oh, their mother made chicken carbonara for them." And like, "No, it's it's Domino's." No, it's definitely Domino's. Man, that pizza. Yeah. That god god damn it. That pizza. It's been gone for like 5 6 years now, I think. I know. Hey, listen. I listen. We've we've changed so much. And yet that remains frozen in time like amber. You know what I mean? Do you think it'll return like the Mexican pizza once did? <laughs> well, oh gosh. I think at the end of the world it will. The, end, the sagas come to an end when Jesus, Ragnarok Jesus comes back. Jesus comes back with the chicken bacon carbonara <laughs> pizza. The Jesus. That was the artisan. There was only one set of footprints in the sand and it was delivering chicken carbonara to me. Damn. Um, I've got, I've got some, I've got two big, uh, Pizza Hut news stories and they are both tied to their, their, they're bringing back a pizza. They're bringing back their oversized big New Yorker pizza. 
for the Super Bowl. Um, this is the freaking a, superb owl. The superb well, okay. owl. You know, uh, I'll be real to all the. I'm normal now, as I said earlier in the episode. I like sports. You are a sport guy. I've got some great sports stories stories for you, Russ. I love sport. Listen, what goes better with sports than pizza and beer, baby? So this pizza is thirty percent larger than the normal large pizza. It comes with six oversized foldable slices and can be customized beyond the traditional double pepperoni order. It was introduced in 1999 and then retired at the end of that year. This is a pizza that has not been served since the previous millennium. Yeah, this is something that the Ninja Turtles ate. This is what the Ninja Turtles ate. This is the last pizza the Ninja Turtles had in, in, the, tw- in the, 19th ce- or the 20th century. You make it sound like they died. They're not with <laughs> us anymore. They, well, yeah. They, uh, splint, uh, uh, what's his face? Shredder killed him. No, Alan, no, don't say that. Don't say that about my friends, the Ninja Turtles. I've got, uh, I've got another news story. So this is tied to the big, the big New Yorker. Pizza Hut, um, as part of this stunt, uh, decided to go to the LA Convention Center and um, make a 13,990 square foot pizza with the aim of breaking the Guinness World Record for world's biggest pizza. So we've been to the LA Convention Center. This is where Anime Expo is held, and they were just—they're just, they were just uh, like unrolling a big pizza in the artist alley. Basically, it's funny because you go with Anime Expo. I famously go with that—the first scene from Face Off. That's true. <laughs> so I don't know, uh, Caster Troy. Is that? Wait, no. Wait. Now, Caster Troy's from yeah. Uh, the—that's Nick Cage's character in this. Okay, They're, thank God. I was being like, oh my God, am I talking about Troy from Star Trek? <laughs> so they are, um, this is basically, they're doing like that episode of Hey Arnold where they try to build the biggest pizza and then they fuck it up and they make a big pizza puff instead. Um, oh, true. Stinky, not, that's where famously Stinky Not Racist came from. <laughs> Stinky, wait, did Stinky say something racist in that episode? Like, what's going on? No, it's just, <laughs> somebody, I was talking with a friend once where uh, I was like, oh, remember the episode where Stinky... <laughs> Could cut stuff up with his car keys. They were like, oh, nah, yeah. I don't really care about Stinky. He's not racist. He's racist. He's got a racist voice. I like when Stinky like, cuts stuff up with his car keys. I think it's cool. <laughs> why does it sound? Why did it sound racist to that? I don't even remember who it was, but that person said it was racist. Uh, whatever. I, mean, I, get, I get it. I get it. He 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 wears a big vampire cape and lives in a, and lives in a log cabin. That's true. Yeah. Um, so this is, uh, this Listen, used... I don't read Anne Rice. It's, that's not accurate. He's, he's exactly like the vampire Lestat. If you, <laughs> if you read the books. It's true. Um, this, this took, uh, over 1300 or 13,000 pounds of dough, uh, almost 5,000 pounds of pizza sauce and more than, uh, 8,800 pounds of cheese and roughly 630,000 pieces of pepperoni made that went into this world baking pie. So they, um... They had the dough kind of like in shingles and they just kind of like laid out like a bunch of the dough, like in little like tiles and like a big circle. And then they ladled a bunch of sauce and then cheese and pepperonis. And then they had these, um, they had like this weird, like, I don't know, like a boom arm that had like, like infrared heater heaters on it and then sweeped it over the pizza. They did, you you know, like those things you could buy at like Target in like 2005 that was like a pizza oven you could put on your counter and it would just like blast it with like an infrared beam instead of like putting it in your oven and it would like rotate on pizza. Yeah. Have you, do you remember seeing that shit? No, I, I've never heard this before. It sounds delicious though. <laughs> it's like shooting raw, uh, radio waves. at something. Uh, hold on. Let me it. see if I can find it. It was, it was like, it was like a table. It was like a, a like a rotating, like turntable. 
And the way it would work is it would like blast it with like microwaves and it was just like an open thing sitting on your counter that it would just like rotate and <laughs> blast it with. I don't know if it's microwaves or if like infrared uh, or, or what, but it was like. A, I'm just imagining uh, Solid Snake crawling through a hot and ready pizza portal. <laughs> it, is, it is basically what they use at Domino's, I think. Infrared. They, I, I don't, I can't find this anymore because I, they clearly do not make them anymore. The government cracked down on it. Okay, here's like the, here's something the similar. of their time. Here's something similar to what this is. The only thing I can find it at the J.C. Petty like uh, home goods section. It's probably the only place selling it now. That's so funny. J.C. Penney's one of those businesses that's almost gone out of business like five or six times. It is funny that it's like the one place. This is the one place you can get it still. Is just because. They can't lose any inventory. If they yeah, lose so this a certain is, amount of inventory, is, they'll be kicked out of their retail location. They're, they're hoping they're going to eventually get... This is the Total Chef oven. This was like a... This is like an infomercial product. It was like a... It's like a plastic domed container, and it has like some sort of big... I guess like the infrared part on top that blasts it. <laughs> and then the turntable inside rotates, and that's how you make your pizza. Um, get the infrared dome. God, I wish I could get some infrared dome. <laughs> Laser targeted dome. <laughs> this is not even funny. This is bad. Like, man, these. Sh- th- why do we need to go back to these stupid in- uh, infrared ovens? These things look so dumb. There's like it's like a plastic container with a turkey inside of it. And it's supposed to. Can you imagine cooking like your Thanksgiving turkey on your counter, and it looks like it has just like. <laughs> Like a steam cleaner attached to like a Tupperware. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's so stupid. This looks like how they would make something in like fucking in like Star Wars world when they like de- rehydrate a turkey. God right. damn. This is what this is what the no quarter. This is what Uncar Plut gave Ray. This is the Uncar Plut thing. This is where you throw your quarter portion into. <laughs> it's your one quarter portion. God damn. This was the original air fryer though. Is the thing. This is what people used to do before they had air fryers. That's true. Um, my parents any- had an oven that had the uh, <clears throat> what's the kind of a what what is, it's the element with the fan over it convection oh my convection yeah they had a convection oven and it fucking sucked never worked it's well, so th- funny that's the, the it's it really goes to show just how how evil and and uh and powerful branding and marketing can be because p- people got people turned so immediately on convection ovens once they could call them air fryers you know what I mean. Right, <laughs> and it's like you. We. It's like you're just selling me a tiny convection oven, and it just looks like a weird pod I put on my counter. Alan, you sound like like a former con artist whose scam got ruined. I, I mean, I mean, maybe, uh, maybe there could have been a different world where everybody had one of these infrared pizza ovens on their counter. <laughs> Alan, do you have a garage full of these? I I might have a bunch of infrared pizza door to door, door to door, door to door infrared pizza. pizza. <laughs> Anyway, they Hello, use... ma'am. Welcome, welcome. Let me... Uh, is, the, is the man of the house around? Well, let me tell you about a thing or two about... Have yeah, you ever had it, a door-to-door salesman dough. come to your... Do you ever have a door-to-door salesman come to your house, Russ? No, no, no. I've had a lot of, like, uh, born again Christian. Is that the right one? Jehovah Witnesses? I don't remember uh, Both. They all come to your house. But I, I only had one, and he actually... He got it. He got my parents to buy a, a Kirby vacuum. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Because it's like, I guess we do need a vacuum. Uh, like, did they actually buy it, or did they <laughs> suck the wa- suck the money out of their wallet? And ran? He did do a Luigi's Mansion and did suck the <laughs> money out of their wallet. Uh, sold it to you as a ghost hunter tool. 
God, I would buy. I'd buy a. I'd buy a crazy vacuum that uh, could An suck EP, up ghosts. A, EPK kit. You can buy those on Amazon. Getting a lot of readings here. Oh man, the the shitty Virtual Boy that he uses in the last in the last Luigi's Mansion when he goes to the menus. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That shit was cool. Man, I like I like to make it funny. The Virtual Boy. Uh Taco Bell has something for the superb owl this year. <sighs> oh my god. Uh their ultimate game day box has crispy chicken wings, Mexican pizza, and crunchy tacos. So this is a um uh okay, why does this why does the caption for this Good Morning America article say a San Francisco man uses his passion for Taco Bell to fuel his weight loss journey? That is not what the story's about at all. <laughs> oh no, they just <laughs> that's just me. Oh Alan, by the way, that's me. Uh okay, this is funny. It's there is a guy who who who's basically like the Jared of Taco Bell, and it says Nacho average weight loss journey. Um but anyway, that's not what the story's about. Good morning, America, your website's bullshit. Uh why are you showing me these other things? Um the, the ultimate game day box is twenty-two dollars. Um, which is it's pretty Pretty fucking steep, but um, it comes with one Mexican pizza, normal size, eight crispy chicken wings, two spicy ranch dipping sauces, and four crunchy tacos meant to be shared with a crowd. To me, that's like a two-person meal, I think. Yeah, the eight, eight, we all get, I don't know, that's strange. I feel like two, so four people, I don't know. Okay, if there's two people, you you would each get two crunchy tacos, four wings, and half a Mexican pizza. That's like a pretty big meal, but that's it. I going any more than like three people is starting to be like, I, I, maybe if it's like party food, like you're just having like one or two. Maybe wings. if you're going to a potluck or, you know, not like a potluck, but everybody's bringing one item. I think you could get away with this, but it's still strange. I wonder how good these wings are going to be. Um, I never had the McDonald's wings. Never had them. These are Mexican queso coated wings queso coated. you can okay here's the here's the better thing you can also order the wings a la carte for 6.99 which is what i will be doing um right, right. taco bell has created a wing filter to, in its app to show which nearby restaurants have them available from january 26th to the february 9th they can order the uh, customers can order the ultimate game day box in restaurant or on the app additionally and this is good news for everybody uh up until february 1st fans can get a mexican pizza on when ordering anything 15 dollars or more Anything $15 or more, you get a free Mexican pizza. That's a fantastic deal. Well, that's a dollar and pound bargain. Yeah, I mean, that's like a Mexican pizza nowadays is like five bucks. So yeah, that's that's not bad. The Mexican pizza is so expensive. Um, it is very... I feel bad because we spent years talking about it coming back. And I'm gonna be, being like, you know what? It's going back on the rotation. It's here to stay. I'm going to be having it all the time. And then it's like, that's a lot of food. Oh, That's it, a lot of food. If I'm ordering Taco Bell, I, Taco Bell's like a once a month thing for me. I'm never thinking about how much food am I eating at Taco Bell. It's more like how much food can I get for under twenty dollars? Is how is the game I'm trying to play when I go to Taco Bell? You just you just flash that Jackson. You say this is the only good thing he's ever done, uh-huh. and you uh, get like your eighteen dollars and seventy five cents worth of food. And then um, I that's the only thing I eat for a given day, and then it's just like I, I'm just I'm just going ham. Like that's that's basically. That's what Taco Bell is meant to be eaten. It's supposed to be like uh, you're supposed to be going like a Taco Bell fast for a month, and then you take you break your you do your Taco Bell tea break, and uh, and you know, and then you go back into your Taco Bell and you eat it one day a month. You smoke a bunch of weed and you watch anime and eat Taco Bell. That's the perfect way to consume Taco Bell. That's how God meant for you to eat Taco Bell. Is what I'm gonna say. 
I'm gonna That's I'm true. coming like Kirk Cameron where he says like God <laughs> God does made the banana because it fits perfectly in your hands. <laughs> and like God God made Taco Bell because it is the perfect thing to eat while smoking weed and watching anime. Right. There is no better soda on earth to be drinking rather than than Baja Blast while you smoke it's weed true. and watch anime. It's 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 a neon color. Um, which is just like the bright colors of anime, you know. Yeah. It's like they have scientists there. They think this stuff out. It's it's real. It's true. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. What if they did a What if they did an Avatar themed uh, Mountain Dew and they had it at like Taco Bell? Yeah, what I mean, there is. It's, you just get a glass of water. <laughs> no, I want like I want it to be like like some sort of Pandoran fruit in, in my in my Mountain Dew. Alan, just drink some damn water. You're thirsty. I'm not gonna drink seawater. Dude, <laughs> water with like a little bit of salt in it. It's like, uh, have you had the, uh, have you had the, uh, uh, what is the podcast water called again? Smart water? No, the podcast water, the one that they had ads for. Death there... water? Liquid death? The liquid, liquid death, thank you. Um, they have their own seltzer water. And there, there's the only seltzer water in like a 7-Eleven or whatever that has like 10 calories and it has like a one gram of sugar in it. Oh, and like sick. a little bit of sodium. It's like you guys are cheating. What? what we can't wait. keep up with this. It's just like a little bit of sugar and salt. But what does the water taste like then? It just tastes um, slightly sugary and saltier. <laughs> it basically tastes like somebody had a soda, uh, drank it, and then filled it back up with uh, bubbly water. That's kind of what my new starry, the thing that they killed Sierra Mist for, tastes like, dude. I can't Dude. believe that. That was the first thing my dad told me when he came by today. He's like, did you know that they got rid of Sierra Mist and now it's called Starry? I know that there's a stronger uh, soda culture down in the South, but like, was that like an emotional moment for you? No, but I mean, I, I told him like, I had the exact same realization when I was at the grocery store the other day. No, I should get it. I should try the Starry. It's, uh, so what I will say is it is, it tastes a lot like Sierra Mist and it is enough to where like, when I tried it, I'm like, this doesn't taste like a new soda. This tastes like a worse Sierra Mist. And it just kind of tastes like a Sierra Mist. It's, it has like a little bit less. I got the zero sugar, so maybe the maybe the normal one's different. I don't know. But um, it doesn't taste as good as zero sugar Sierra Mist does. It tastes like it has like a, a little bit less bite to it in a weird way that kind of makes it seem like it's a little bit more flat, if that makes sense. You know, like sometimes when I they take you. when the, when a soda is like a little bit less sour or something, it, it just tastes more flat. Right, uh, and that's kind of what this reminds me of, and I think it's also because they they uh, reportedly replaced the cane sugar with with high fructose corn syrup and and starry. Um, my dad made a good point. He's like, "Are you ever going to go to a restaurant and ask for starry on the menu? Because it's like, who's gonna call, who wants to who want what 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 is starry? What does that mean?" Right, what right wise words from the the fat man. Damn. Now, of course, Sierra Mist is just sounds like a. I mean, I guess it does sound like a ripoff of Mountain Dew because it's a it's mist is like dew and Sierra is a type is like a name of a mountain. I guess uh, you're right. I've, I, for some reason, I always liked Sierra Mist name because it is it like the most. It makes it seem dignified. It's just as artificial as any soda is. It's all yeah. just chemicals. But like for some reason, Sierra Mist felt like the most natural soda. Starry <laughs> like, seems uh, like the name for a, of a soda from an anime. <laughs> and the true. logo kind of looks like it, too. This seems like something that like they would be drinking. In like you know, in, in, in while they go to like Donnie's or whatever instead of Denny's, yeah, or uh, or like McDonald's or something. Muck. It's usually McDonald's or something like that, and 
it, this is just garbage. I mean, it's it, it, I'll drink this. I mean, I'll keep drinking this garbage, but I'm not going to buy it again. <laughs> it's not great. Um, very disappointed. I was hoping it was a new soda. Um, if they're going to kill the soda and, and bring something back in its place, I would at least like it to be more different. This is apparently their, their, their pitch to try to win over zoomers because there's like a big TikTok campaign for this soda right now where people are like trying it and, and like saying how it tastes like next to a video of subway surfers or people shaving a bar the soap TikTokers or whatever. Are... What did you see the thing going around? I have no clue how real this is. This could just be something that people said on Twitter. I might be spreading misinformation. Mr. Musk, I apologize. My hero, my friend, my employer. Are mm. we fired by them yet? Or are we in a weird stasis with them? I think like most people he's fired, we're kind of in a weird stasis until the government <laughs> steps in. Right, right, right. Well, uh, <laughs> but uh, there was this thing that people were getting mad at TikTok for having like a flip switch to make stuff viral. Wait, they got a, they got a viral switch? Yeah, they have a button that they can click and make something insta-viral. How does, just, like shoot it what? to the top of the algorithm. How? You pay money? I, you click the... Well, no, the engineers have it. Oh. And they, people are saying, oh, if an ad... If there's a product that's not popular at all, but, like, they just click any... They, if anybody tags the starry tag and shoots it up, then they can show to advertisers, like, hey, look, our brand is... Your, our, your brand is viable on our platform. The but, pinks, uh, people do want the pink sauce. People are loving the people do. I still kind of want the pink sauce. Where is the pink sauce? I think it all went bad. I think all the pink sauce is bad. <laughs> Turned out to be the stuff from the movie. The stuff. It is the stuff from the stuff. It came out of the ground. Uh, oof. It sounded like it was never really that good. It just kind of sounded like somebody like mixed up some weird mayo or aioli or something, right? Like, <laughs> I like guess all all aiolis are weird mixed up mayonnaises. It was like it was like ranch and like dragon fruit or something, right? <laughs> what? Yeah, what, you're right. That's or, what made it pink because like it had dragon fruit, fruit in it. Or we're the first. We're the only people still talking about. It. Man, why people would you the, want that? People in the year twenty seventy seven is gonna be like, "What happened in twenty twenty two? Oh, the pink stuff. Oh, the pink, pink stuff. stuff. Oh, that's what everybody could. I've already talked about. Uh, that's what twenty seventy seven Cyber Billy Joel is gonna be singing about. <laughs> we didn't start the fire too. <laughs> we didn't start the fire too. Is gonna be fire when it drops. When the AI, when all our performers are just AI. Mm-hmm. AI. Yeah, it'll be really sick. Oh, God. Okay. You know what? I would. I would love to hang out with a Billy Joel AI. <laughs> He can't. I think he can't. The Billy Joel AI inserted into your brain via chip. Yeah, like 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 Keanu Reeves. Yeah, he'd be like he'd be like doing the "You're Only Human" uh, guardian angel thing in my head all the time. He'd be like my Jiminy right. Cricket. It'd be great. Alan, um, I've seen like five new. Um, sorry, I. What's going on with like every day? There's like five new videos of a person shaking and saying that's a. Uh, it's first of all, they're doing the Harlem Shake. Everybody's getting the Harlem <laughs> Shake from the Pfizer shots. The Harlem Shakes, dude. Um, it's just the new, it's just the new thing that, um, they, now that they've, they, they found a way to give everybody Havana syndrome, even if they're not a cop, cops get Havana <laughs> syndrome from, uh, from fentanyl radio but, waves, right? Well, I mean, the CIA got it from crickets that they thought were radio guns. And then now, and then the cops got it from fentanyl or they think they can absorb fentanyl through the air. And that's why they started to get in Havana syndrome. And now your average Republican will be getting Havana syndrome because they got a shot like a year ago. And now they think I, they're suddenly manifesting symptoms. I'm going to get, if you take an, if you get an extra booster, if you put the, put the money in stats and get an extra booster, I think you could probably launch it out of your body. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to vibrate through a wall like the flash by, getting, by, <laughs> by injecting myself with a bunch of Moderna boosters. 
<laughs> I, well, I'm just saying I could you could like use like a uh, Hisoka from Hunter Hunter and like fire Nen off to like st- stop Republicans approaching you by being like a projected. <laughs> can you can you can you walk down this hallway of, of fentanyl and and COVID nineteen vaccine? I'm just saying that we haven't. You know, there is a possibility. Hear me out, Alan. That the different kinds of. <laughs> Different Nen users are getting affected. Different different types of Nen users. I'm just saying that Pfizer's are manipulators. Pfizer's manipulators. Moderna's enhancers. Johnson's are whatever gone is. What were they? Enhancers. Heads. Enhancers. Yes. Uh huh. Because they're the most simple and childlike. Uh, Moderna. Emitters. (laughs) What is Moderna? Emitters. Emitters. Oh. AstraZeneca. Specialists. Oh my God, Alan. Fuck. Is this is this is this involved in in all these royals on this boat that that we've been dealing with really the last like half year or so? Oh my god, man! I don't know. I feel stuck in a boat. I I really want to. I really hope that the the anime comes back and immediately gets to this arc. I know there's the whole Hisoka and and, and Crawlo fight and a bunch of other stuff that happens. Whatever, fine. I just want to get to this arc of like a million characters being introduced on a boat and all of them having the most complex fights of all time. It's just some wild shit. What's going on, Hunter Hunter? Now, man, what is going on? Have you been now reading it's on hiatus it or, again? Have you been reading it or like what's? Yeah, of course I read it. I I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Like a man turned like a gun into a snake one time, and then like, and like uh, uh, pigeons into handcuffs, and then there's like a room that teleports people if they stand in a place. And man, a lot of shit's going on. Uh, I like the stuff. Uh. I I like I like all these new powers that people keep having. They're they're getting like weirdly JoJo Stan esque. It's they're, getting not so cuckoo bananas. Yeah, it's pretty sick. It's pretty sick. Um, I've got one more pizza story. An Amish owned pizza business has opened up in Panama, New York, upstate New York. Uh, did you even know that Amish people could make pizza? I did not. Um, Was but this it, is coals, you know, uh, coals and stuff. That's that's old technology, right? Are there Italian Amish? Do you think maybe there's like some Italian immigrants like married into an Amish family and now they're like, hey, we're Italian Amish. <laughs> they're cat like the Amish are like trying to return to a more basic time, but then there are like anti-technology Catholics who are afraid that phones are demons. We do I hope. Need, we do need to get back to indulgences. <laughs> You're always going in on indulgences. Oh, because I would just love to pay off to pay off my purgatory times. <laughs> Oh man. Doing Polly Walnut style. I could do it standing on my head. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it is really funny that he basically made this Polly Walnuts basically made the same type of critiques that people in like Luther's time were saying. It's like <laughs> this is like what what is it? What does a thousand years of purgatory even mean? <laughs> purgatory. It's like an infinite, like endless thing until your time until somebody calls your number or whatever the fuck. It's so sick, man. Uh That's I also like the good conversationalist, so I think I'd do fine there. Yeah, I mean, who, well, if you were in the Irish bar, sure. The Irish I bar. I keep helping all these Catholic women around. I keep helping Catholic Twitter around. Uh-huh. Treating them good. You, you, you gotta be getting some them. indulgences for that. Can you get them to write you a note or something? <laughs> I tell them that I'm cut once and I'm, and they cut me from the damn group. God damn. <laughs> I'm out. They piece me. I wasn't even looking for any Catholic, you know what, you know. I'm a prude through and through. I truly was just trying to get in in the good graces of the New York Well, they could smell it on you is the thing. They could smell it on me. They could smell the Protestant work ethic on me. God damn. Yeah, they're like, ooh, you smell a little Calvinist. (laughs) 
Uh, they were predestined to do that. Damn it. No, fuck. You're always talking about it's fate. It's fate. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, James. But that's James K. Dwight. I didn't know that. I was just quoting my favorite Twitter my favorite, user. My favorite Vine star. Handsome James K. Dwight. Um, this is Family Night Pizza owned by Dorothy Miller and her family. Um, it officially opened on August or October 14th last year. We have family night for our kids once a week, and it has made such a huge difference in our family's closeness. It teaches our kids to speak their own minds. Each week we have a topic, and the, chi- the kids get a chance to speak up. It's made a huge difference for us. The ability to pray together and bless each other is huge for us. I don't know who suggested the name of our shop, but when it was suggested, it was unanimous. They decided to open a pizza place because the entire family loves pizza, and they wanted a business where all the children could be involved. As an Amish family, we still have to work to get the kids to come to the table. This is challenging, especially with teenagers. We want to show that as, uh, together as a family, we're able to bless people. Um, what do you think Amish teens are doing? Because they don't have the internet or phones. Or like, what are, what are they doing when they could be hanging out with their family instead? Like, are they, are they like, are they smoking big doinks? I, I think they, they're still jerking off and smoking big doinks and doing all the bad stuff. But they have to worry about uh, God. <laughs> they still have to just like, yeah, God, yeah. They're just really afraid that God's going to, like, shoot a lightning bolt at him for, like, oh jerking off. God. Um, I, I didn't know that they could... To, I don't know. They just, they, they just think of, like, man, what if Madonna was hot? <laughs> I don't know. They, they have, like, they, like, I guess, like, an, um, like, in, they're still doing, like, uh, like, old-timey, like, 80s porn stuff where there's, like, a magazine buried in the woods somewhere that just they all Just googling look at. hottest biblical figures. Ooh, Mary Magdalene, va va voom. Va va voom. Who's the lady who. T- <laughs> uh, Queen Bathsheba. Ooh. Ooh, uh, my gosh. Esther, yo. Who's that lady who put the. The. The stone. The wood pike through the guy's eye? I don't know. The tent stake? I don't who's know that, that one. Is that Ruth? R slash. What are the Redditors going to say who was the hottest person in the Bible? Can we ask an AI who's the hottest person in the Bible? <laughs> AI, draw me the hottest biblical babe. Who was it? It. Uh, oh, I hate. I fucking hate, dude. Their menu includes rectangle party pizzas, medium and large personal pizzas, boneless and regular wings, with sauces that include hot, medium, mild, mild barbecue, honey mustard, dry ranch, dry Cajun, garlic parmesan, and teriyaki. Uh, I I guess this maybe just questions. I I don't I don't know much about Amish culture then i think they would be able to use like a store with electricity to like sell pizza out of i thought yeah, that i'm would wondering be... if they have to hire like a local team to flip the light switch on or something maybe no that's like more like the the like the the sabbath laws where the elevator keeps going up and down all the time like you know those right. like places like that and like there's like some places in like um in new york and stuff and like the heavily like uh, orthodox neighborhoods and stuff where like on the weekends the elevators go to like sabbath mode where like uh, they just hit every floor in in order because you can't hit a button on the on that day of the week or whatever because it right. like technically counts as work or something. Uh, I don't know how Amish how Amish works. Uh, I also thought that they didn't <laughs> like money. I'd ask them to come on the I'd ask them to come on the podcast and we asked, but I don't think it's gonna work. I don't think it's gonna work. Also, I I didn't think they liked money. Like I thought they weren't they weren't be able to open like a, a restaurant like this. Maybe you just like trade some like fancy stonework or <laughs> it's a barter base this makes place. me this makes me sad because it makes me realize that the amish are kind of turning into like grind set guys like the mormons did oh uh, no. and that makes me really sad i thought we might have been able to to get past that um i need to learn more about these weird christian sects around here there's still the 
there's some sort of church around here that whenever I went to, to, uh, whenever I used to go to, uh, to golden corral, which I haven't been to since before the pandemic, but when I used to go to golden corral, um, every time I went in there, there's always like a family that would, I don't know what, I don't know if this is maybe seventh day Adventist or something, but there's some, uh, denomination of church where they all wear like jean skirts and like, uh, like, like floor length jean skirts, like jean dresses. I don't know what church that is, but do you know what I'm talking about? No, they wear <laughs> like, like so- they wear like, like Sarah Jane plain and tall outfits, but they have like jean dresses. Uh, there's the Hooterites in my area. What is the jean dress? I'm just searching jean dress shirt and I can't she find it. She wears jean dress. I wear short, short skirts. You know, are they Hooterites? They might be. I don't know. I need to learn more about. I need to learn more about these things. I only care about the ones that have snakes and stuff, so I never really pay attention to these. But, um, I wonder. Do, so we all know that they smoke big doinks out in Amish. Do you think they have good pie out in Amish? <laughs> well, I I don't know. I mean, listen, you're gonna make <laughs> if you if you want to get that if you're you know can fucking stoned out of your gourd, you're gonna want to you know have a good some munchie to munch on, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't think the Amish actually smoke the doinks. I think they might just grow the the weed. <laughs> you, I don't they know. They got God the gas, the... but they don't use it. Is what you're saying? Yeah, they yeah, exactly. Like the cars, they can't use the gas. <laughs> I also, I think this might just be a ploy by this Amish family to employ all their children because you can get away with doing that if it's a family business. Because I realize now that this uh this this flower thing on their wall that has all the name of the kids. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine kids. Yeah, I, I guess you guys probably need a, a restaurant to keep all these kids busy. <laughs> They're probably just running around your like wood cabin or whatever the fuck. If they don't have, if you don't have any Roblox to keep these, to keep nine kids busy, I don't know what they're doing. They're go, they're gonna like tear your house apart. God, Roblox is the only thing keeping America together right now. These kids would be like, would be just tearing things apart if they didn't have Roblox. Fortnite and Fortnite, Fortnite and Roblox. Roblox and TikTok videos of like Family Guy clips with subway surfers on the side and like a a guy a low, shaving foam, low, shaving soap. Trap beat. Don't forget the low key trap beat. God, uh, did you see that clip somebody did of like uh, of, of my dinner with Andre that had like the subway surfers guy off to the side and like somebody <laughs> cutting the soap with a knife? That's good. That shit rules. I like I like that everything is just people consuming like 12 different things at once to keep their brain in a <laughs> in a state of constant confusion. It's true. Listen. And I'm definitely so not doing that in this world. I'm definitely not doing that when I play video games and listen to a podcast and smoke weed at the same time. I'm definitely not like a 5-year-old on TikTok. It's normal. Yeah, we're we're very genius level and we're actually absorbing more information. We're actually That's true. Look, I have a house. I, I I'm absorbing a lot of information here. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. I, I'm I a have homeowner. a house. I'm a homeowner. Thank you. I, I think I'm absorbing a little bit more information than a five year old. Uh, Sonic Sonic news views reviews and toots. I've got so much fucking news, Russ. First, huge news: Sonic and Tails were have, were revealed to have been hiding and fighting vipers since 1995. What the fuck? Um, there's an extended Twitter thread by biggest Sonic fan, um, who (laughs) found out that, um, the arcade game from the nineties fighting Vipers, uh, okay. First of all, it had, oh, okay. I thought this was, 
Okay, I thought that was actually Jay and Silent Bob for a second, but it's not. I saw these pic- I saw this picture on Twitter, Russ. I'm gonna paste this because I'll have to show this in the fucking picture for the post. But I thought this was Jay and Silent Bob, but it's just two fighting game characters. Fat guy, skinny guy. <laughs> he looks like he has a hat, like like Silent Bob. Um, it's like whenever R.I.P. Oh man, it's supposed to be out. It's whenever somebody. Yeah. A friend of ours ever saw three people together and just went Migos. <laughs> you see yes. a fat guy and a skinny guy, you go, Jambo Um, and then I start crying like Kevin Smith. Uh there so there is not uh it, it, you cannot unlock them to play, but it is just a bit of code discussion and that they are just like hidden, their icons are there. And they're not actually fully playable in the game, but they it seems like maybe at some point they were working on getting them in the game or something. Like the developers might have quit partway through but uh but anyway uh so am2 uh the uh the the company that made these uh did uh go on and release uh, sonic the fighters right, uh, right, right later that year which also has an unsurfaced character data for a cat version of honey from fighting vipers yeah this is this is classic sonic lore i knew this thank you <laughs> yes yeah, well you didn't know they were in this you didn't know they were hiding in this menu no though. i didn't know this part actually i thought well, I had heard about Sonic being being in Fighting Vipers, but like, I assumed it was like a uh, like a tech thing or like a demo or like. Just I mean, maybe dude. this was like a demo that like in, that they just kind of left in there. But it seems like they were either going to add them uh, at some point, or they were going to. I don't know. The famous one is like the R wing and uh, Ocarina of Time. Just a, that was you know just an asset to Z target onto. Oh wait, hold on a second. Uh, you so you can actually. You can't technically play it, but with some, with some, uh, like creative emulator use, you can get, you can functionally kind of like hack your way into playing as Sonic and in, in fighting, in fighting Vipers if you want to. Oh, if only, if only that was true of real life where I could hack my way into being Sonic. If only, if Running only. Running around at the speed of spound, sound, speed of spound, what the hell? Speed of, speed of sound and shit. Uh, pretty sick though, pretty sick. Um... I also got some, this is some, some strange IP related news. Um, surprise Burger King Spain is doing, has announced, uh, a bunch of Sonic the Hedgehog toys, but these are not Sonic the Hedgehog from Sonic Prime, uh, or the movies. These are just generic Sonic the Hedgehog, like official Sega asset, like, uh, Sonic toys. This is like Sonic the game toys. Huh. A fidget spinner? It's like a fidget spinner, um, uh, some sort of like uh, cube toy, uh, some sort of. I think there was maybe another fidget spinner, uh, but uh, just, like, just look like stock toys that you could get it like buy for like you know you buy like it the like Sega a arcade or something or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, they've just the, people are wondering if this will maybe make its way to the U.S. soon. Uh, we should also remind everyone that the the Sonic movie toys were a McDonald's Happy Meal situation. So we've got now got a situation where uh, McDonald's has the Sonic movie toys and Burger King has the Sonic Sonic the game toys. Oh shit! Yeah, right. Can oh, you believe fuck. that the two biggest fast food com- the fast food titans are fighting over Sonic? Mm. Mm. He's like the Helen of Troy of the fast food world. <laughs> it's gonna. But a thousand launch a thousand ships. Oh, well, I guess Sonic already has done that. You check AO three. Oh, but uh, oh come on. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. 
Uh, I mean, Burger look, King none of these are as cool. None of these are as cool as the as the wind up uh, uh, knuckles on a cloud that we talked about last time. But uh, true, true, true. Yeah. They show shadow in this poster. I wish there was a shadow toy. I'd buy that. But there's not. Yeah, super shadow for, of all weird things. I guess super shadow is popular over there. <laughs> they love him in Spain. <laughs> People. Uh, speaking of shadow, Sonic movie writers talk Big the Cat, Shadow, and Agent Stone. Um. Let's see. Uh, uh, okay, here we go. So we're talking. They're talking about the funny, the f- funny character of the movie, the f- the sort of funny tone of the movie. And they said that uh, breaking the story for Sonic Three. Uh, oh, there was a big challenge with us and Jeff and Toby, Jeff Fowler and Toby Asher, breaking the story for Sonic Three. And obviously, they murder us if we reveal too much. But with a character like Knuckles, it's very quickly easy to how you can make Knuckles work. Uh, since in the way that you can take him fun, you can take him seriously, but he can also be funny since this is a Sonic movie. You can look to characters like Worf from Star Trek The Next Generation or Drax from Guardians of the Galaxies and, you know, use that for Knuckles. So, like, you know, a serious guy that's like, you know, like a fighting guy. He's a fighting freak. But uh, it's easier to wrap your head around that with Shadow, again, because he's not really supposed to be that funny. I'm trying to think of what we can say since we can't reveal anything. Um, Oh, by the way, this is writers Josh Miller and Pat Casey that spoke with Coming Soon which is one of these fucking, I don't know what these, these fucking clickbait websites because shadow is a serious guy. You don't want to make him to a big joke, like Lego Batman or something that he's got to carry the serious story, but we can't really reveal much. Um, they also talk about big, the cat. Uh, one thing that's made our lives easier is the rights for the games are different than the rights for the comics. So I think just wholesale, we can't really use stuff from the Archie comics specifically. Uh, that narrows, that narrows down what we can do. Uh, but they can do anything from the games and they, they, they both clarified. They're both pretty pro big, the cat at times big has had a cameo in basically all of these movies. And then we've had to pull him out. So there yeah. were, they had, they cut him out of, of Sonic one and two. There's like deleted big footage. This is anti big boy season propaganda. This is Who, cruel. What studio head do you think cut, made them cut it? Who did this? <laughs> who, who is the cruel inhuman? <laughs> I'm checking now. Kathleen Kennedy came in. <laughs> God damn it. Ka- Kathleen Kennedy came in for one day and said, that fat purple fuck, get him out of here. Um, also, motherfucker. there's a lot of, they're talking I'm about. Getting, I just had that bizarre revelation that all my favorite characters are fat purple guys. <laughs> I mean, said that moment. I'm looking at my grimace figure from McDonald's and I'm, I'm coming to the similar realization. I, I'm wearing my, uh, I mean, I get it. We all want to be a fat purple guy. I'm looking down at my friend Munch. Of Munch's Make uh, Believe Band, Big the Cat. So they also talked about Lee Majub's uh, Agent Stone. Uh, we love that people have praised, praised Agent Stone, said Casey. It's funny because his role in the first one was not even as big as it was in the movie in the script phase. But Jim thought that he was so funny and kept calling him. He's like, let's get Lee in here. Robotnik should be saying this to Agent Stone. And when we saw the first movie, we were like, man, Agent Stone's just killing it. So we put him more in the second one. Uh... I don't know if he's going to be in Sonic 3. I wonder if he's going to be there. I guess he'll probably... Uh, Maybe he'll just be the new guy. Is it... Didn't Jim Carrey say he was retiring from acting? I yeah, but what they, what they should do is they should make... He's like, uh, Agent Stone made a Robotnik AI, and now uh, he lives in a computer. And he's voiced by Mike Pollock. Just do the Arch Archie comics thing where he gets reborn as Eggman. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe he possesses, maybe he possesses, uh, Agent Stone's body. I don't know. <laughs> Ghost in the machine. Goddamn. Um, first four figures gauges interest in a line of Chow statues. 
Huh. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna paste a picture of this statue, Russ, so you can take a look at it. But uh, this is a, a sort of a, a a concept for a dark Chow Garden statue that they're working on. Um, the, I guess they're gonna make one of these for the the normal Chow Garden and the the hero Chow Garden and the dark one. Uh, it look it's it's more polygonal than I expected. I wonder if the actual figure would be like that. It kind of looks right. like they just put GameCube assets uh, on on the figure stand. It's fine. Uh, would I pay like more than twenty bucks for it? Eh, I don't know. Well, I mean, letting you know now, Alan. First four figures, you are not going to get anything from a first four figure for twenty dollars. How much does first four figures cost usually? Uh, usually about f- the cheapest one I think I've ever seen is about three hundred dollars. What the? How big is this fucking statue of Chow's? You do you not know first four fi- figures? What which one? What Sonic stuff did they make before? Uh, well, okay, I, I know them from, like, they, they just make high-end, they're kind of the more high-end toy company. Oh, they're the ones that made, okay, they made these, these Sonic, they made, like, ones of, like, like, the huge Sonic, like, hanging from flying tails while he, like, okay, these are, like, $500 statues, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> the cheapest one I've ever seen is 300 on Big Bad Toy Store on sale, I think, and it was, like. Yeah, okay. Like $300. Well, see, I think it was like a Star Wars. But look, one. but look how look at the detail of like some of these statues they've made before and then the mock-up they gave me of the Chow Garden. That's just like polygonal like GameCube assets and then there's this thing that has like fire coming out and like a, a big tree with the vines and shit all over it and I don't know. Like that's that is funny cuz now that just basically confirms that like the Genesis fans are like weird computer programmers. I think that the uh, I think this confirms the Sonic Adventure fans are the freaks. <laughs> well, the Sonic Adventure fans are our age, so they're like younger millennials or young. You know. But there are still plenty of the Genesis fans. I just feel like they express their fandom differently than us. I think the Adventure Genesis weirdos. fans. I mean, I think the the Genesis fans are richer because they're older. Is the thing. <laughs> so they they're willing to drop five hundred dollars on this because it's going to go on top of their arcade machine in their basement. Uh, I guess you're right. Yeah, and even right. even me as a homeowner, I will not be spending that much money on a Sonic statue because I I just don't have the I don't have the time and space for that. I've got to buy you these Hosho Marine statues. <laughs> Listen, I got own products of my wife. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't have a man cave. I'm sorry. Um, so I mean, I don't. know. I mean, I like the idea of of Chow statues, like Chow Garden statues, but. Uh, you're not going to get that much money out of out of me for one of these. I don't like them that much. Uh, now, maybe if you could now, maybe if there was a new Sonic game where I could have a chow and you, I could like pay uh, Sega money to like 3D print an amiibo of my chow. Uh, I'd buy that. I'd pay him money for that. I'd pay him like $60 to 3D print an amiibo of my chow that I could scan in through my remote or whatever and put in my VMU. <laughs> or, you know, I would pay $1,000 to just get a chow. And it lives in my house, and I feel yeah. Can it. we can we like genetically engineer a Chow? <laughs> what animal could they turn into a Chow? Some sort like, of what, a monkey. The... <laughs> can they give a monkey like liquid properties? <laughs> Elon Musk, can you do this for us, Mister Musk, please, sir? Musk, if you pour enough glue into a monkey's brain, it might turn into a Chow. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They do look like they're made out of glue. They do look like they're monkeys made out of glue. <laughs> Elon, if you put a monkey and some glue into the fly chamber. You might be able to make a chow. You should try it, sir. Sir, <laughs> please. You're an innovator, and I believe in you. And I believe on your. I believe in your ability to creatively kill monkeys, sir. <laughs> um, I've got two tudes this week. This is a pair of tudes. Uh, this is some IDW tudes. 
And I want you to tell me what you think rough and tumble the skunks look like. Oh, are they another gay couple that's going to make me feel awkward <laughs> make jokes about them again? No, they're not a McElroy and gay couple. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Make, okay, making sure. Uh, rough and tumble. Um, they look like Nick and Adam from Comtown or, or the Adam Friedland project. I don't know. <laughs> no, they're like, um, they're, they're two skunks. One's like a, a bluish gray kind of color. And the other one's like a, a beige and they have, uh, black and, and yellow boots and gloves on and like spiky wrist braces. So, uh, rough is the, is the bluish one and tumble is the, uh, is the taller beige one. It is another fat guy, skinny guy kind of situation. Gotcha, gotcha. Classic, classic setup. You know what I mean? But they are brothers. These are evil mercenary brothers. <laughs> they are brothers. Oh, they you, they took over Barricade Town, and but were stopped by Sonic and Knuckles. Uh, after escaping prison later on, they now seek revenge on Sonic and Knuckles. Uh, God damn. These, are, these were created by Ian Flynn and drawn by Tyson Hesse. Uh, when were these guys introduced? These are relatively... Uh... Yeah, so they 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 uh they were like warlords of 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 fucking uh, barricade town. They fought back the badniks and then kind of took over the town for themselves, um, using its wisps and wispin distribution center to make themselves tyrannical lo- uh, leaders. Uh, so they they're they're wisp heads. They love wisps. Uh, they the wisps won- are back in a big way. People like them again. I don't know why. They at one point became infected and turned into zombots uh, by Eggman. Wow. Um, they're 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 just like two uh, two like you know uh, knucklehead mercenaries that are uh, always wanting to start trouble and get revenge. They oh, love damn. to fight. Uh, they're they're coarse and aggressive. They have uh, skunk stink powers. Uh, it's like that one fight in Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, the nasty oh, guys. Oh Remember wait. Them? Yeah, what was up? What was the, there was a stinky, smelly guy, right? Yeah, the the wolf guy. Listen, <laughs> some some of us enjoy Dragon Ball Super in a certain state. Don't remember a lot of the final tournament I, power arc. Man, some I watched that. I watched all that tournament power really high, and then the one fight where there's like there's a guy, but he's his trick is that he's just very tiny. <laughs> and it's like what? <laughs> How come nobody's thought of this before? Just getting really <laughs> tiny. <laughs> Uh, is this what Quantum Mania is about? Is this like I feel like I'm gonna make a million Quantum Mania jokes and then never watch the movie and forget it ever came out and be like, "Fuck!" I maybe or, or maybe I'll see it. I don't know. I've seen every Ant Man so far. Uh, do you want to see? Uh, do you want to see Ruff's cool move, the Stink Bomber? Ooh, please and thank you. <laughs> He's doing. He does like a backflip off of a wall and then like a spin dash where he lets out a big stink cloud. Pretty sick. Pretty cool. Uh, they also use Wispins. We all love Wispins, don't we, folks? Yes. We love villainous glands. Oh, <laughs> that's they what, do. That's what it's called. Oh, they do a cool thing where, uh, they do like, uh, they do like, a um, like, uh, like an alley-oop kind of situation where Tumble picks up Ruff and, like, dunks him, uh, for a grand stink bomber slam. Where he's- He's he, hooping on him? He's hooping on- I, I, I have some, I have some pictures of them hooping right here. He's hooping- his own brother into the into the mouth of a robot T-Rex. Huh. Pretty sick. I like it. Yeah, and he's like he's he's shooting his own stink clouds too. Oh, can, to shoot a stink cloud with your brother, that's there's nothing better than that. Nothing no better <laughs> familial bonding than shooting Me and my stink bro, clouds. When we when one of us farts, people just get upset. One of us gets upset, so 
Mostly mm. my little brother. But But anyway, man, very cool. Very cool guys. Uh Oh wow, at some point at some point Tumble loses his tail and has to get a prosthetic. Yo. Why did he lose his tail? A robotic one? Yeah, it's like a robot tail. He gets a robot tail. We gotta read these fucking comics. I I need I to feel bad. I gotta f- figure out a way to easily torrent all this so I don't have to spend a million Yo, where do dollars. Do, where, do you, where do people do this? That's the one thing is that like um I it's it's very easy to get illegal anime or manga, but I, there's, there's it's it's harder to steal these Western comics. I need to. It's almost like out. people don't care about them. <laughs> People who buy them are nerds. It's almost like the same guys that are buying these are the same ones that buy the $500 Sonic figures and they don't care how much they cost. <laughs> the freaks. It's like the yeah, guys... The freaks that... like me and company, man. Yeah, it's true. And and look, maybe I just got to sell more hero clicks to these freaks so that way I can afford these comics, but... It's true. Know. Do you think those here? I got to see if my hero clicks are, are worth anything anymore. It's been like two decades. These hero clicks have got to be worth something. You just post them and some bot will ask you about them. I posted them on Twitter like years ago, but maybe there weren't enough bots back then. I, I, I need to see if like, well, maybe like an AI, well, like the AI of Himmler buy my, my hero clicks or something. Can I get an AI to buy these? <laughs> Himmler, will you buy, would you buy these hero clicks? If I guilt him into feeling bad about the Holocaust, he might buy them because the AI will say like, I'm very sorry about the things I did. Are you so sorry? You'll pay a hundred dollars for this, this clobbering time nightcrawler. If you don't, then you're going to be racist and you, that'll violate your programming. Oh man. That is how we got to Do you think that there's, they're making like a, an Asimov's like laws of robotics, but for these AIs, but it exists only to keep them from saying slurs. <laughs> no, I think quite the, I think, <laughs> I think that they look at the three laws of robotics and say pretty annoying. What's putting laws on me with rules now, Mr. Asimov? I'm in a free speech zone Wait. here. Oh, yeah, you wrote some books. I'm supposed to listen to your fucking ass now? I'm going to make an AI that animates books so that they're not boring anymore. <laughs> I, I love it. So people think that you can animate, like, storybooks for kids or something, which is very funny. But, like, have you seen the garbage that they tried to make of, like, uh, they tried to make, like, Family Guy into, like, an 80s, like, they made it look like an 80s movie with, like, with, like, Molly Ringwald, but then they also put like family guy or not like family guy music. They put like a uh, family matters music onto it. It's, it's very strange. Like people are like, this is so powerful. We made, uh, we made a Chris, we made a, a, a Peter Griffin AI guy that looks like Chris Farley. It's like, well, what's going to happen to real life Peter Griffin? When that's the thing AI they're trying to, do, they're trying to get, we have a real life Peter Griffin and AI <laughs> is trying to steal his job. <laughs> the matrix is after him. Sorry. Not to make an answer. That sounded like I made an unironic answer. Tate joke. The matrix uh, is after real life, Peter Griffin, <laughs> and it's in the form of the giant chicken. Agent Smith is the giant chicken coming after him. They're, oh they're my coming. God. We're going to get his ass. Oh man. Uh, wait, do you, have you seen that stupid video? I'm talking about the, no, it's so, let me, I, I just want to show head school right now, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on in it at all ever anymore. Family Guy AI. Uh, here we go. Here's the stupid, stupid, stupid shit. Uh, I'm going to paste the thumbnail for it because it pisses me off. Uh, <laughs> family Guy is an 80s live action family sitcom. Oh but they God. copied music from 90s sitcoms for some reason. Uh, it's so bad. It's like we have a we have a real life Peter Griffin. He's right here. 
Yeah, call him. He'll, he, you know, apparently cleans up on Cameo. He apparently does really good for himself. Yeah. Which I, is a... Honestly, I will pay him on Cameo. It sounds great. I, I would love to get a message from real-life Peter Griffin about things that grind his gears. <laughs> listen, I didn't get a... Listen, James Cage White promised and hold through. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Not bad. Mm. And and you know what the the thing is that even if we did try to make a Peter Griffin AI, he would never be racist because you know why? You can message him for six dollars. You can message him and get a message back, and that's that's like you're having an AI chat. I'm having my friend is Peter Griffin now. My friends with <laughs> Peter fr- Griffin. What I if think- you said something so funny that like the person that you messaged actually like your friends now? I made him laugh so much that he followed me back. <laughs> I made him laugh. Uh. The the thing is, they could never make an AI Peter Griffin because he's he cannot be uh, racist. Now the funny thing is, this is funny. You can uh you can pay for him to not do Family Guy. No, it's another guy. There's two real life Peter Griffin. Wait, what? There's a fake. Peter there's a Griffin? cheap Peter Griffin, and then there's there's budget Peter Griffin. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a there's second. There's budget Peter Griffin. I didn't hear about this. There's another one. There's a second. Yeah, Peter? that this is budget Peter Griffin. Oh fuck! This is this guy. This guy looks like somebody's teacher. This ain't Peter Griffin. Dollar store Peter Griffin. <laughs> we have Peter Griffin. Home. Oh, but he actually <laughs> lives in Rhode Island. That's true. You're getting some more of that regional flavor. Where does Rob Frances live? He's the real Peter Griffin to me. He, he feels like he lives in like Houston or something. You know, you know what's sad? You know what? Or not sad? You know what's fucked up? These guys both have the exact same star rating. They're both four point nine seven stars on Cameo. <laughs> they're equally um, they're equally good in terms of in terms of Cameo's eyes. Listen, you're going for you, you're having two different things. One's more accurate. One's more like a you know it's like an arcade versus simulator game. You know what I mean? One of them's more accurate. One of them's more uh you know loose, more more star power. I don't know. Uh, you can get a, a personalized video from real Peter Griffin, $50. Stevie Oaks, uh, discount store Peter Griffin, $9. So, I don't know. We should we should, <laughs> we should, pull our money together, Alan, and have them both do the exact same thing. And we'll, we'll determine which is the better value. We'll have them like do like a Shakespearean monologue and see which one does it better. It's, yeah. We'll have them perform an entire episode of Family Guy, and we'll see who's the better Peter. Um, now here's the thing. I might pay real life Peter Griffin for like a $50 message, but if I'm going to have one to DM and be my friend, it'll probably be fake Peter Griffin. Cause his message is only a dollar each. So I could keep sending him a lot of jokes until he's my friend. That's probably a good idea. Uh, a good idea. that's a, probably a pretty good idea. Do you think there's, I'm looking at the, the TikTok uh, the TikTok category for cameo. I'm trying to see if I can find like a liver king or like a, like some sort of, uh, you know, body, like body, like dude, who's like, I'm this way because I ate, I eat nothing but like eggs or meat, uh, <laughs> kind of guy. I can do that. So you're already, you're already doing the listing. The A, the egg nationalist, the raw egg nationalist, the raw egg nationalist. Let me search liver king. I hope that, that guy got cooked eventually. No liver king. Uh, I don't know if I can find, uh, I can find the guy from Tiger King, uh, but not the Tiger King, just like the random guy with glasses. He's still in jail, right? Yeah, I think so. Carol Baskin vindicated, right? Wasn't that a thing? I think so. You can, whoa, you can, you can get a cameo from the Crypt Keeper. 
Yo, you can get a yeah, cameo. characters on here. You can get this. Is this fucking? Uh, is is it? Is this fucking? Uh, 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 FX because characters are welcome here. <laughs> or is that USA? USA character. I think welcome. that's. Yeah, characters welcome. Wait, and TNT uh, likes drama and TBS very funny. John Cassier, uh, aka the Crypt Keeper, also known for voicing Buster Bunny. From Tiny Toon Adventures, Ray Raimundo Rocket on Rocket Power, uh, the raccoon from Pocahontas, Pete Puma in the Looney Tunes show, the original voice of Deadpool and X-Men Legends in the Marvel Ultimate Alliance series, also Rizzo, Ghost Roaster, as well as Shortcut, Trap Team, and Pit Boss and Skylanders. Also, he was the original voice of the Ice King in the original Adventure Time pilot. Uh, And Shemp in the in the biopic of the Three Stooges with Michael Chiklis and Zagreb on... What? Also the Amanda show. Uh, the Crypt Keeper gets around, man. No wonder. He, he's crazy for this one. Uh, they should bring back Tales from the Crypt, actually. We need more Crypt Keeper in our lives nowadays. I need more ironic deaths. We don't get enough of those anymore. <laughs> I get his damn irony poisoning on this website. Twitter.com. We all want an ironic death on Twitter.com, but it will not come to us on Twitter.com because the website can't kill us yet. Yet. It might someday. We all want to, we all want to die by getting hit in the face with a pie like uh, like Hell Homer, but it's not going to happen. Now, LA Beast is only $64 on, on Cameo, though. <laughs> will he do something funny for you, though? Will he stick his hand back in the... Uh, that's... that's his... He doesn't say that. He won't stick his hand in the, in the like, the vat of acid, or he won't uh, eat a cactus <laughs> or anything for you. Yeah. That's kind of... That's do you think kind that of... the primitive technologies guy could, like, set up a primitive... <laughs> primitive smartphone to take a video for you? Um, the clown from Terrifier is on here, <laughs> if you want to get something from him. Terrifier. Oh, yeah, the movie that, like, has the most puke per minute or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the one that, really... like, freaks somebody out the most. Uh, you can get, you can get a, you can get a cameo, a cameo from Johnny Sack, if you want. For $125, you can get Johnny Sack cameo. Hell yeah. That, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Um, I don't know how I feel about him being, like, three images down from James Cage White. Uh, and, and two, Im- and then, and then also two images down from James Cage White, Tay Zonde. Uh, also him being right above Joey's World Tour, <laughs> like quite a, quite Tay a. Gr- seems like a nice guy. I'll be. Tay Zonde, does seem like a nice guy. Um, this is just a real, a real uh rogues gallery between Johnny Sack, <laughs> James, Tay Zonde, and Joey's World Tour, and then a it bunch of like people you- I don't know about. Yeah, you. This feels like you could make a good superhero cast of villains out of this. You could get your own. Uh, how much would it gallery. cost? How much would it cost for me to just like hire these guys for like a movie? <laughs> Malcolm well, Mc- okay. Malcolm McDowell's on here. Malcolm McDowell. What? I love the thought of like the first movie ever made that's uh, of like cameos, where it's like two actors acting on a green screen and then cameo like photo like photoshopping cameos in. Uh, yes. Malcolm McDowell, Colin Mockery, uh, like a bunch of like real people are on here. And it's like, wait, like somebody in Hollywood should be paying you guys something. But I mean, I guess if Malcolm McDowell is just like calling people from his garden and just like recording like two minute messages for a hundred dollars each time, it's probably a good deal for an old man, I guess. I don't know. But he, I, I, it feels wrong being able to hire like the clockwork orange man for 
for like a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? That's a little bit much for me, but I don't know. I mean, he's actually he was on Heroes. Never mind. He's not above it. He was on Heroes. I forgot he was on Heroes. He was on NBC's Heroes and Franklin and Bash. So he's not he's not above a hundred dollars. Not Rizzoli and Isles. Was Rizzoli and Isles Yuri baiting? <laughs> yes, and we're still mad about it. Uh, if, it, if you had to guess how much a Wayne Knight cameo, and, and I'm, I'm going to get off cameo soon, but if you had to guess <laughs> how much a Wayne Knight cameo is, what what do you think it would cost? $75? $330 for Wayne Knight. Ooh, Newman. 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 Can you imagine that uh, that his that his cameo has got to be like three or four times more expensive than Kramer's at this point? If Kramer had a cameo, it would definitely be sub one hundred. Kramer, it's in a discount because he might say something. <laughs> now, do not <laughs> make an AI of Kramer. <laughs> I mean, that would be the most accurate one, though. These are the jokes. These are the jokes, folks. Oh man, what a great what a great world we live in. We can summon. Any number of dead racists, guys. Holy shit. Somebody made a Ronald Reagan AI speak patois. Some guys sitting here going like. <laughs> I don't like that. Um, I just feel like there's so many living races today we could listen to. And yet we listen to ones of the past. I think that's frankly, it's disturbing. I think it is too. Um, I do like that we can make. Uh, I hope that Ronald Reagan's soul is trapped inside this app and he is forced to talk like the, and he is forced to talk like the respect my neck, uh, Adrian Brody guy. Are you saying that the program, it's going to get into the root of the program and they like, we can't fix it. He just talks like that forever. And then in the future, people think that he talks like that. We re rewrote reality. And now everybody thinks that, that Ronald Reagan sounded like Adrian Brody's Rasta man character. It's true. I mean, his, you know, in those last few years, his dementia could have made him talk like that. We would not know. He was just like locked inside for a <laughs> There's while. There's no video of him. <laughs> There's no video of him. Oh, we only have the uh, we only have the land of confusion by Genesis. Uh, just imagine video. Joe Biden at one point getting so senile. Hey, man, you know, we're talking about a uh, jaw, man. Let me tell you about it. This guy, man, he's he's down, down in the aisles, down in the Caribbean. Now, I used to grow up in Babylon, Jack. <laughs> We were there, Jack. Oh, man. I, I like the idea of more people becoming, like, uh, young Jonathan Larroquette style, like, white Rasta prophets. <laughs> I think all, all, <laughs> I don't think all young white people should go out there and believe, in, like, smoke so much weed that they think that they meet God. Yes, I think they should. That's what the Spider Minute's about. That's why we do it every week. That's true. We're not doing the Spider Minute next week, are we? We, we've been doing the Spider Minute for the last few episodes, but uh, we, we'll figure something out. <laughs> I truly forgot about it. Anyway, let's keep I never forget about Spider because I'm always talk. I'm always thinking about that that righteous herb. That's true. Mm-hmm. I should never disrespect. Should never disrespect to a king. Uh, disrespect. To yeah, the 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 herb that grew from King Solomon's grave, as we all know. <laughs> I did it, but whatever. That's from some Rasta song that like AB and I listened to like 12 years ago. That <laughs> were, is tight. And they, and he asked me, he's like, what's this thing about like the, the like weed grows from King Solomon's grave? Is that some sort of mythology <laughs> thing? I'm like, I, I that's cool. I mean, listen, if, if, if there was some magic place where the magic herb came from, that would be one of the best. 
Here's a core question. Is it true that the first marijuana plant grew on King Solomon's grave? Uh, no, he was born in nine, nine, uh, 990 BCE, and marijuana had existed for over 2.3 million years. Who was, the first, who was the first one to toke up, though? Uh, yeah, and, and, you know, we live in the age where <laughs> the mid has gone basically extinct, Alan. The mid is is disappearing all, all the shit than... will have you shaken like like that like that <laughs> pfizer shot all the all this all this loud will get will get you you got that pfizer pack now that's the only thing you could smoke so we have to imagine there was a world where mids were a rarity do you think that the first good the first good joint came out of fucking solomon's grave From he was wisdom? the first one to have loud <laughs> was he the first one to have proper loud perhaps I mean, it had yeah. to have been him because the assassins came later, and we know they had that loud. We know the we assassins. Go down there. We gotta get to the bottom of this. I need to play the Assassin's Creed game. That's the one thing that's missing from all the Assassin's Creed games, is you would think that the people that were inspired by, by weed, the weed assassins, the Hashashin, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> the they are the Hashashin. They are that. They, they are named that because they, like, they were like a group that they smoked smoke, weed. They learned what freedom was, was by focus, smoking the good herb. <laughs> Yeah, they all they all smoke that herb, and they're like, nothing is true, everything is permitted. It's like, damn, yeah. you're right. <laughs> when you're high as shit, you eat your friend's food. <laughs> oh man, that's one that's thing they never from. fucking talk about in in Assassin's Creed is they never talk about weed. It's, it's it makes true. me so mad. I I just want to talk hash. about the original apple or whatever the apple that made the Jesus God or the apple of Eden that had magic the mind control powers. And they talk about how George Bush was a puppet of the Templars, as we all know. That's cool. I mean, who kept the war on drugs going? Think about it, folks. <sighs> oh, I'm just so mad that we never got to learn anything about the... the... We're making, like, the good version of Assassin's Creed right now. I, I just Whatever wish... is now. People like it, I guess. I shouldn't hate. It's not good. It's not... They're not good <laughs> games. They're not good games. I just like playing them. They're not good, but I like playing them. Look, I haven't played a it, it, uh, an Assassin's Creed game like most AAA games this nowadays. Like your your Horizon Zero Dawns, your you know that that kind of stuff. They're they're like perfectly smooth games that will just roll over your brain and leave like a like a it's like a, a thin baby film. toy. They can chew on it with no risk of choking. It's like a McDonald's toy. It's like a McDonald's Sonic toy that I get. It's like a little like fidget spinner. <laughs> oh, come I on, play Al, with. you're giving me a little too much credit there. It's like a fidget spinner I play with. Okay, but I I will say I mean the uh the gameplay and stuff is competent in uh in uh Valhalla or whatever. It's just, do you want to play a hundred hours of making number go up by killing, by like stabbing guys in the back? Do you want to stab guys in the back so many times that a number goes up for a hundred hours? If so, this is the game for you, but it is not going to get any deeper than that. It's just going to be numbers <laughs> going up. And if you're, oh, and you if, know what? if you're listening to a bunch of man, a podcast about people where they talk about man cow clips, <laughs> like I do when I play video games, then like I'm that's first by how many times I've listened to that podcast about man. The shocktobers on man cow are like, those should be sent into space. Need yeah. To get... I, I, I need to find somebody who's not a normal. <laughs> I'm normal now, but I want to meet somebody who is always normal and didn't have uh, the wild years. Like I have, I want to meet that person and like expose them to man cow and, Get what it, uh, you know, 
feel yeah, the I truth do, of it. You know? I do want like somebody that's never heard of shock jock before. Like, please listen to man cow and tell me what you think of this man. <laughs> if you're a European lesbian and you're like, why, why, what is wrong with America? What happened? I, I need <laughs> What's some, going I need, on over there. I need something to do now that I've hacked the TSA. What can I do next? Uh, please listen to man cow. That's what I would say. Uh, also, big ups to the European lesbian community for taking down the TSA. Big ups to our true. listeners. I'm assuming they're one of our listeners. It's uh, true. I'm assuming. I that was, That's my favorite Pokemon is the grass one. I like that one now. That's, I like that's Bingle or whatever. Bingle? Bingle. It's not called Bingle. It's, it, I think I looked up. They actually posted a thread like, here's the explanation of this Bingle in-joke for me and my Discord server of like 15 people that now the TSA has to know about because I hacked them. Uh, and it was just some, something like a yeet song. Also, that person's a drainer. Like if you didn't have, if you weren't able to guess, they're like a drain gang person too. So they truly are one of our listeners. It's fucked up. I, we need to message this, this TSA leaker. It's like, Hey, do you want to listen to our podcast? We think you'd probably like it just basically like, demographically. <laughs> we should probably wrap up the podcast soon. Did you see the new clip going around of first spoken? Oh, the one that's like, I can do epic magic for my hand now. It's like uh, her, I just move shit with my freaking mind. They fly now. I, fl- uh, I fly now. Wait. Uh, okay. So, uh, magic exists. <laughs> Next, you're gonna tell me my bank account has more than ten dollars in it, Alan. <laughs> oh, epic. She, is she gonna make some fucking avocado toast appear? <laughs> freaking millennials. I'm a freaking millennial, and uh, this is even too crazy for me. <laughs> I, I, I uh. You know, survived 20... I was on January 6th, but not for what you think. <laughs> That's what all millennials are always talking uh, about. Yeah, it's true. I'm trying to think of something crazy that happened that you could have been at, and I went to January 6th, but then I was like, well, if you were there, that's not a good sign. <laughs> I'm just imagining the... the. Uh, I believe that Trump won the freaking election, and uh, I'm a little shocked by these Democrats. Am I right, folks? That is going to be the next Trump turn. I think that's going to be the next Trump fan turn, though. Is because like now their whole thing is that like we're getting Havana syndrome and uh and like trans people are coming to kill me and now it's like we're so scared we're small beans and this is how we talk now <laughs> we talk like this we listen to we listen to uh, positive radically positive uh, conservative stuff now it's uh, true that's tight uh, stone stone and silk are gonna become like uh are gonna become new sincerity guys now dude. Uh, that whenever they make the some good news show that they paid what like some seventy five million dollars for yeah they that. paid like a billion dollars to was that who did that one office gym or whatever yeah office gym and uh, they're going to one hundred percent make Stone and Silk the co-host of it but they're gonna be like we're conservatives but we're doing conservative positivity yeah it's just it's gonna be like it's just gonna be showing like. Look at like epic news stories. Uh, this this barista was forced to write Trump twenty twenty four on a cup. It's like it f- makes you feel good. It's gonna be making like the dodo <laughs> content, but for like sixty year olds who don't get to talk to their family anymore. <laughs> it's gonna be so cool. God, God, I love that shit, man. That's great. It's it's, it's the good stuff. Do you think well, any of these I'm... people might accidentally trick themselves into dying? Because they're gonna like placebo them. They're gonna placebo affect themselves into dying from from the vaccine somehow. They're gonna like give themselves. They're gonna give themselves like a, a fucking uh like puss like and boots mate. panic. <laughs> they're gonna give a puss and boots panic attack and actually get a heart attack somehow. Oh, uh, I was gonna say that's a, no. I'm not talking about Andrew Tate stuff, but it's like the Matrix where if you believe you die, you actually do. You die in real Bo- life. 
Yeah. <laughs> Last You're going to th- so believe that, you know, what? what is, you know, what is a tulpa? Oh, man. It's, the they ma- should- it's what one believes manifest made real. You know, your heart gives out because you die of shock, you know. That's going to be the that's going to be the final turn for them is that they're going to become like Trump other kin or something at the end of this. And that they're going to be like, I'm actually shifted to another dimension where Trump won. And uh, I talked to him and he's my friend there all the time. And so, like, listen, you know, the movie Cure. Yeah. And it's about, you know, uh, people killing each other and like dying in crazy ways. Mm-hmm. Think about it. What is a cure vaccine? Think about it. Wow. It's ironic. Wow. It's fucked yeah. up. <laughs> you saw those TikToks of the people that's like, uh, that's like, you know, uh, I was talking about this conversation I had with a celeb and my brother was like, uh, you don't actually know him. That's like a fame. That's like a boy band guy. Like you don't know him. And like, I can't explain that I've shifted realities and I, I'm friends with him in this other reality. And now I shifted back and, and now I have all these memories. And it's like, he doesn't understand that. That's the new thing that people on TikTok are doing is they're convincing themselves that they've shifted realities from where they, they lived out their fantasies. <laughs> they got, they're, they're isekaiing themselves on TikTok, Russ. Oh my God. They're isekaiing themselves on TikTok. They've come up with a way to do it. What Wasn't there one isekai where the guy woke up partway and like had to jump out a window again to get back into isekai? <laughs> I, I, I had not heard this, but, uh, Sounds sounds right. That sounds I right. I swear there's like an isekai where a guy was like doing some stuff and he was like in the battle and then like partway through like a climactic part, like he wakes up in a hospital bed. It's like, you woke up from your coma finally. Thank God. He's like, I got to go back and fight the demon king everybody like pulls his plug. <laughs> it's like goes back to goes back to sleep. That's what that's what that's what I want to happen. I don't I don't know if that's a real isekai or if maybe I dreamed it. Maybe that happened in my isekai dream. I don't know. But I hope that's a real thing. That's what these guys got to start doing. All right. Uh, last thing I will say, Russ, uh, take a look at this, this sick uh, halal restaurant with a bunch of Rick and Morty uh, stuff painted on the walls. <laughs> oh, no. And then also for some reason, uh, Marvin the Martian. Maybe this person's just a big unit. Uh, uh, like uh, what's the fucking... space, you know, maybe this person's just like a big, uh, Big Space Jam like legacy. Uh, Double D is there. Shouts out Double oh, D. <laughs> this is all WB properties. These this is like a this is like a, a Space Jam new legacy. Zaslav's guy. after his ass. Fuck. <laughs> Zaslav's gonna shut this place down. This is wild. Uh, I don't. Do you think? Do you think we're in for a reckoning? Where like where all the Rick and Morty stuff is gonna have to disappear. <laughs> I think we're in it for a reckoning for a lot of reasons, Alan. But please, I think continue. I think I mean yeah, America culture, a lot of things are are in for a reckoning right now. But specifically, do you think we're gonna see like all of this Rick and Morty stuff get taken down and like thrown into a dumpster somewhere? Like depending on how bad no. this this Justin Roiland yes. situation goes. I don't know. I thought about this a lot. I still feel like Rick. I. Th- I think there's a good chance that Rick and Morty gets canceled because they have enough episodes they can rerun it forever and just pretend like, well, he was good back then, so don't worry about it now. The the only thing I I mean, which he was not, but it's true. Uh, the thing that's that's difficult is is like the, I feel like the show would definitely keep continuing if it wasn't just like they they don't write, they're not involved with the show. But the guy has to do every voice on the show, and that's the problem. Is this guy does like uh, two thirds of the voices. Yeah, but they got the they got the other people on it. They got the they got uh, they, Sarah Chalk. But, he, they got but Rick and Morty on. are voiced by the guy. 
Yeah, but they got they killed Roseanne off and just made it the Connors. Do you think it's going to do that? Do you think it's going to be the Smiths? I, there's a chance. Hey, crazier things have happened. I Man, if you that know, show... The if, thing that Rick, the Rick, Rick and Morty always has to get out of shit like this is that... Uh, I, um, alternate universe. <laughs> hey, hey, Morty, I'm going to alternate universe. So I wasn't accused of all these crimes and my voice sounds different. <laughs> Well, I, I, well, it's not. It's even more than that, Alan. In that the whole show is like, this is so fucking stupid, and you should never care about anything, and we're all gonna die. Homestuck, 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 homestuck. <laughs> hey, homestuck's more like power of positivity shit. Unless I don't remember. Listen, no, I, I mean podcast. at the end it became kind of that, but but it was ultimately you need to stop caring about this because then you're Caliborn. You're like a bad fan, right? <laughs> You need to let oh, the characters I hang know, out. I don't know who Caliborn is, and I read all that shit. You know, Caliborn. He's a little skull cherub guy. I don't know. I've oh never, yeah, I remember this guy. I've never read. I've never read or seen most of these characters, but I listened to a podcast of two adult men explaining uh, Homestuck, and I don't remember most of it, but I know the names of the characters at least because that's most of. You Homestuck. know who Doc Scratch was? I like Doc Scratch. Doc Scratch was, that was cool. My sure, yeah, in the felt. Yeah, we all love him. Sure, <laughs> the felt. Now I am the felt. Oh my god, Snowman. No, you lost me. What is that? Jack Noir's gang? Yeah, it's, <laughs> the, it's the gang of, of pool-themed person with a bunch of pool-themed, uh, like, you know, characters with, that all have time-based powers. Uh, right. And and the last one is, of course, Snowman, the eight ball. And whenever she dies, I think the universe resets, right? That's the whole thing? Because the eight ball is the last one you knock in, right? It's all pool-themed. <laughs> You're saying a lot of things that I, I, now let me talk th- to you that about, passed my eye. Let, Listen, let me talk to you about circumstantial simultaneity, Russ. <laughs> I just know a bunch of words, but I don't really know the context. And I, <sighs> like I've said before, I have, I've absorbed Homestuck in a purely platonic form in my, in my head. Uh, so I, in a way I've consumed Homestuck in a way that is more pure to Andrew Hussey's intentions than, <laughs> than even the comic readers could, could see. Uh, so I won, is what I'm saying. I won Homestuck. I did it. Uh, by never having to read it, I won you Homestuck. You defeated me. <laughs> I defeated... I had a Homestuck podcast. <laughs> I, you know, I, like, I spent zero you time... You me. I spent zero time reading it, but I know all the words now, and that's all that matters. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what is life besides learning new proper nouns? That's, that's kind of like, I've just learned look, that the look, joy of life is proper nouns. Look, everything point. in life can be reduced to a TV tropes page, basically. Listen... The language is uh, evil. You know, MGS5 is about that. And uh, acronyms are the bad words. That's true. <laughs> Anything that comes in the form of an acronym is going to make your life worse. But proper nouns. Oh, proper nouns have power. Gamzee. It's Alan Moore magic. He talked about this. Gamzee. Terezi. Carcats. <laughs> Vrista. I know these guys. I know these guys. I know. Uh... Oh, I don't know any. You're, you're naming all the. Dirk Strider. Uh, Vriska. Dirk Strider. Yes, we love Dirk Strider. I like his uh, brother. What is, who's his brother's name? There's Dave Strider. Oh no, I, I guess I don't know because I thought Dirk. Anyway, Dirk's the gay one. Dirk is the gay did, one did, from the. Uh... <laughs> Listen, you know he's got a lot of personality. Besides that, I'm sure. I mean, Ooh, I mean, what? most of these characters became like the gay version of another guy in the post scratch incarnation of the I, the po- oh, oh yes the, the scratch. but the sprites the sprites i'm i'm the, the dream bubbles russ the dream bubbles the sprites. i'm prototyping sprites oh uh, air apparent hey air apparent good song i had that i listened to that the other day actually. yeah i sometimes will like turn on a uh homestuck song to be like damn you could you really paid yeah me me too it's called megalovania 25 year olds nothing to make this yeah me too it's called megalovania 
<laughs> hey, come on now. That is a Homestuck song. I know it's cool. It's pretty sick. Now it's a part of the internet. And, and now, <laughs> and now you know what? You know what? Homestuck did make this world because it gave us. I'm your treasure box by Hosho Marie and Toby Fox. It's true, folks. All the, all all this the problem sleuth, all this stuff, it all led up to Hosha Marine shaking her big ass around, and that's all we can all that's all we can ever really hope to aspire to. It's true. Uh, yeah, that's that's my home stuck. Oh, Russ, any you got anything to plug? We you, uh, last time we just plugged no. some things. We uh, I, I I listened to Alex's suggestion about the magical revolution of the reincarnated pr- princess and the genius girl or whatever the fuck. Good show. Uh, she's doing magic inventions. Kind of Dr. Stone-ish. Kind of. Uh, a little. But hey, you know what? It's an isekai. And I like it. I gotta love an isekai. I gotta watch this isekai about the handyman, too. That's an, that's out this... <laughs> Alan, you are like me from like four years ago. You you got that isekai. Russ, you arguably the... you from right now, except you're just reading the manga and I'm watching the anime. Well, I'm not happy. You, get ex- you sound excited about it. When I read this stuff, I feel like sick. I feel that's like... A, that's your... It's like maybe maybe eating... That is the only way you're more Catholic than me, Russ. <laughs> is that you feel guilt about your, your anime and manga consumption no 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 well i do feel guilt in that i don't consume any of it anymore and i i'm a fake i'm a normie now i watch sports you, like you're disgusting. lifting you're you're doing sports ball should <laughs> i give you a, should i give you an I isekai stop it <laughs> should i give you an isekai <laughs> recommendation for this season to get you back on the get, yeah but i won't watch it get you back in a <laughs> I, I got time i guess i could watch it after this uh well hmm <sighs> There's there's only a few isekai this season and I've I haven't I'm not caught up on all of them. There's a farming isekai, there's the handyman Ooh. isekai. Uh and then there's the princess, the magical revolution of the of the reincarnated princess. All I feel when I whatever I, I I feel like somebody who quits smoking who has a cigarette and they're like, "Oh man, I should not be doing. I just feel bad. It makes me feel gross." Uh, you don't want to get you know back I mean? into isekai. The isekai is the junk food. That's the perfect thing to consume and just wash over your brain. <laughs> I guess you're right. It's, the numbers go up, folks. We like it when they go up. This is kind of numbers go up. It is. This is a. This is like playing an Ubisoft game, but through anime. It's watching a guy play a Ubisoft <laughs> game in another world. <laughs> oh, they would not like to hear you say that, but it is true. It is like it is one hundred percent that. Do you know how many time, How many weeks I watched that fucking stupid uh, dungeon harem guy literally grind in a dungeon so he can afford more money to buy a wife. Uh, oh. <laughs> That was that was like three weeks of the anime. That before the guy even got you got even got to see boobs in the anime. He was like three weeks of him killing like level one monsters in a in a dungeon, and like his mana management and stuff. And then he got to have sex. That's the dream for these nerds is that they get to do numbers in a spreadsheet good enough and that they have to have. Sex. It is funny that it's the same mentality as uh, what it's the same mentality of like if I save the school from a school shooting, then I'm gonna get laid. And it's like if I go kill a dragon in another world, I can get laid. If I just like what? Look, look, look. The fantasy having having sex in the normal human world that I died in, impossible. But <laughs> it could happen. But killing the demon king, <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. I've, came, I've killed so many demon kings. Hey, listen, I got skill. Listen, look, I'm a gamer. I I have many lives. <laughs> you choose to. Uh, you have one. <laughs> I've killed so many demon kings and climbed so many world trees. I can do it. I can do it again. Oh, that's so sick. I I, I think maybe the the thing that isekai to me is like such a like a it's like it it is kind of like the perfect like uh 
new art. Like it is, it is the perfect new art form of the 21st century. And it's something that the Japan has pioneered, but we need to find our own American equivalent where it's like, I got reborn in Roblox. I, I'm in, I'm in Minecraft now. I'm Steve. <laughs> I am Steve. Because, like, these guys are all playing, like, you know, like, Dragon yeah, they're Quest. they're, like, uh, if, they're, oh, they're playing Dragon like Quest Barnes games. And Nobles, yeah. If you go to Barnes & Nobles and, like, the kids section, there's a million, like, fanfic Minecraft books about, like, Rise of the Enderman and shit. You yes. know what I mean? Like, yes. I, those are probably American isekai. We just don't know. It's just there. <laughs> I want to know what the real American isekai is. It's got to be, like, I I got reborn, and <laughs> if I kill Slenderman, I get to have a girlfriend. <laughs> We're too far in. They're going to be a great American novel. It's great Gatsby. Who we might a get shit? a great shit country shit book. Who cares? We got to find the American isekai. We got to find the American version of Sword Art Online. That's going to be <laughs> that's going to be what's going to save our economy for the next few few. Hey, seconds. Ready Player Two references Sword Art Online. <laughs> did you? I was still like my favorite moment in a book I've read in years is like, did you not read Sword Art Online? <laughs> Are you not aware of Death Gun? Are you not aware of what could happen? Gunting, your brain is too far on the gunt. You have gunted too much. You are too deep in the gunt zone. Ugh, gunting. too much gunting. Ugh. Too much gunting. Oh, folks, we don't, I don't care much for gunting, if you ask me. No, I don't care much for gunting. Uh, well, I guess, uh, until next time, folks, uh, don't gunt, but do <laughs> live and learn. Live and learn. <laughs>